time has come. It has the day come. Is here. I can't believe it. My name is Silas Harris. And I, of course, am Dan Kelly. And we are here to sit down and talk about the piece of film that is sweeping the nation. It's the word on everybody's lips. Dan, what did you think of Squid Game from Netflix? I thought uh, the first few episodes were really strong. And then as we learned more, I didn't, I, I didn't like it as much. I felt differently. But of course, uh, that was just an appetizer. The main yes. event. The true cinema of its time. It's not the words on everybody's lips yet because not everybody's seen it yet. We got to no, see it. No, you can't always um, be like us. Yeah, we saw it, it uh, at 6.30 on the 21st instead of yeah. on the 22nd, which is the day that it opens. That We've talked about this, not on the podcast, just you and I. Midnight premieres get earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, well, no one actually wants to go out at midnight anymore. 6 p.m. is a much more reasonable hour to see a film. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I think that Dark Knight Rises brouhaha, Ooh, if we yeah. could call it that. Uh, that would be just, <laughs> that would be putting it lightly, I would that say. That would be an extremely disrespectful way to put it. Uh, <laughs> but some might say that. Yeah, so the shenanigans that happened in, in Colorado may have may have affected that as well. Um, but it all but I think worked it, out just, for I think us. I think more than because... that... Because, you know, these corporations don't care about human life. They do care about money. No. I think it has more yeah. to do with money. Um, so more reasonable hour to see a movie is at 6.30 rather than midnight. If you have the option to see it at midnight or 6.30 and you want to see it early, 6.30 is earlier than midnight. Anyway. But just but just say that it comes out on the 21st then, you know? Well, no, because we're going to be seeing it on the 20th. <laughs> It's like how now there's always like an announcement for a teaser for a trailer when yeah. there's a new movie coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, folks, get get your popcorn. We've been get fucking your, around for long enough. It's time to get your snow caps. Sit down. We're gonna discuss the Denis Villeneuve movie Dune. And on that note, I just have to say I have not seen a movie in theaters since Rise of Skywalker. At the end yes, of 2019. Yes, we both saw it together. and You haven't seen anything we, after that? No, we made, it, we made it. I mean, I've wanted to see stuff after that. My girlfriend has urged me to see stuff with her after <laughs> that. But we've, we've, we've made an agreement not to see anything. And she she just texted me like, Oh, we can finally see movies now. I can't wait to see last week and, <laughs> last night in Soho with you. And like, I, There are a lot of movies I'm excited to, for coming out right now. Yeah. And then I um, told her, like, did, she was like, did you text me after the show? She was like, did you like it? And I was like, yeah, I loved it. Um, and then I was like, well, I was that spoilers for the rest of the podcast. I know. I told her, I love it. It's the first half of the book, though. So I'm, I, I really want. I can't. I can't. Like they're not gonna start filming until next, like January, right? If they are making the sequel, and she's like, oh, does that mean we can't see any movies together until <laughs> Dune Two comes out in 2024? <laughs> oh man. Um, I have to say though, it's just like, um. Before we even talk about Dune, yeah. I want to talk about the movie-going experience. Yeah, because we, it was our first time in a theater. I mean, and right. Like and almost two years. And you have always been a bigger movies in the movie theater guy. I love than a theater. Me. I love the theater. I love the I popcorn. Do... I love the whole experience. It's so much I fun. like all that stuff too. And I have like it was so weird because of course like we bought our tickets online in advance because the thing was sold out. 
And then we got there and, you know, everybody's still standing six feet apart. There's these little kiosks where you print your tickets out, which were already there. But it's like they've like hollowed out the lobby of our AMC theater that we go to. And you go and you like print out your thing. And then you have to also get your ID and your vaccination, vaccination card out, card, pull it all up yeah. and like line up in like this long line because, of course, everybody's, you know, distanced and stuff like that. And you get to the front and somebody checks your car, your vaccine card and they send you the person who checked your ticket. And it felt like waiting to board a flight. Or like how waiting to board a flight used to feel. <laughs> Which I did today, if I could just oh, say right. that. I woke up in Orlando, Florida today because I went on a little little mini vacay with, with the with the with the girlf. Um and I uh I was originally not supposed to say until today, but I, but my some of my rehearsals for the shows I'm in right now got cancelled and rescheduled. Oh, right. I was able to extend my flight. But not 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 I I <laughs> I need to be in New York to see Dune, so yeah, that, that, we, that was going to have to wait. Since uh, over a year ago, we've been planning to see this movie together. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we've seen it, and we've seen it, and I, I, I just it. One thing that I noticed was, um, okay, this is going to sound a little weird. Early on in the pandemic, there was this thing where like everybody was like, there was all there was this like new way of like human connection happening like people were just like i don't know strangers were just talking to each other more and like people were just like there was a general sense of like we're all in this together together. yeah yeah yeah. and it was almost like we were definitely not the only people going back to the movies for the first time there we just had so many like little interactions with other people like like you had to pour the butter out of like a weird continental breakfast syrup the butter wasn't working for the popcorn and i was like oh watch out like it comes out a lot like and she was like oh yeah it's so salty too and then, like, I don't know. I mean, we've seen movies in theaters in New York before, and, like, you have to squeeze past people to get to your seat, and usually it's like, oh, sorry, excuse me, and they just, like, ba- barrel you and, like, sit there silently and don't move their legs. But, you know, everybody was just like, oh, it's all good. You Come on in, you know? It's just Come on like, in, Dan and Silas I, from Let's Get Way Into Dune. <laughs> like, it was I genuinely... Nice. I There was a, that creeping thought in my mind that genuinely somebody might... Like, there were a couple people who just, like, looked at one or both of us for a second longer than I would expect them to, and I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're no. going to recognize our voices and say something. No. But but technically, it could have happened. It didn't. Um, Although, yeah. we have, we have well, a little let's, story let's to tell. About, let's talk about um, preparing our w- bodies for Dune. Yeah, um, I want to talk through the whole experience here. Sure. I uh, took a flight today yeah and i'm a big water drinker me too i'm a big water drinker like i after getting home from the movie like an hour ago talking with our roommate for a little bit i have gone through my entire 32 ounce hydro flask and i just like midway through the conversation i wanted more um, i just like, topped off my little water bottle just now as we were speaking. yeah um so, like, big water drinker. But I also, on account of that, and probably body stuff, pee so fucking often. I pee <laughs> all the time. I, I'm always needing to pee. Always. I don't um, pee as much as you do, but I do still pee a lot. So, on the flight, I I didn't have a lot of water. I had, like, I bought a water bottle from Starbucks that I have with me. It's, like, still, like, 60% full. I had, like, a few sips, and then that's all the liquid I had all day until after the movie. I peed. I peed before we left our apartment. 
I peed when I got to the movie theater, and then I really had to pee uh, when the movie ended. So I'm glad that I did that. Um, but it was a lo- I knew it was going to be a long movie, and so I'm glad I did that. I wasn't, like, bursting when the movie ended, but I was like, I needed to go, you know? Um, I had a slightly well, different experience of things. Yeah, I, I, um, so I'm also a serial peer, um, not <laughs> quite so much as Dan, maybe, but, um, I also drink a lot of water, um, and I did drink a lot of water today. I made sure to do all my business right before we left for the, the movie, but, um, we we went in. We did all our stuff. We got our. I got you. Got a big old tub of popcorn. I yep, got no a, drink. Uh, <laughs> I got. Well, I got a um, bag of Reese's pieces, with and a, a small drink, uh, a root beer. If you're curious, um, and we and this in is fact, good. We're like I haven't told into the movie. I didn't us. tell you this. I didn't tell okay. you about this. But okay. I um, though I I think I was. Just a little overexcited, and um, I went up to the thing, and I was like, uh, these, and I put the Reese's Pieces down, and, like, and a medium drink, please. And she's like, oh, we only have two sizes. We have the regular or the large. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll just do the regular. She was like, oh, it only costs, like, fucking two cents or whatever to upgrade it to a large. And I was <laughs> like, oh. And, I, and I, what I said to her, I was like, oh, this is not a movie I'm going to want to pee in the middle of. <laughs> and she was like okay i was like oh okay. that wasn't i was I like i was like money <laughs> yeah i was like ah, i was trying to be trying ah, to be fun yeah. but sorry yeah. anyway i'll <laughs> go get i'll go get my root beer now um <laughs> God, i don't care about then, your being habits weird curly haired man yeah and then um yeah we we settled in we sat down yep um watch all the uh, oh I, my god dude Bad movies well, are back. Like, silly, well, shitty, campy movies are back, and I'm so excited. There's a movie coming out about the fucking moon falling into the earth. Moonfall! And, and you were like, coming the movie, February. It, it started, it started, and you were like, is this about the moon falling into the earth? And that's literally, <laughs> that's literally all it's about. You, like, called it immediately. It's like, is that what this is about? And then, like, that's the whole show that's like, this gent, this the next year, the moon's coming to us. And like the JFK speech, like, we chose to go to the moon in this decade. Like, and it's like, we're not going to the moon this time. It's coming to us. <laughs> it's just like, you know what? Oh, bad no? movies are back, baby. You know what? I'm going to fucking see it, though. Michael Pena's in it. I love him. Fucking uh, Halle Berry's in it. Anyway. Um, what? Yes. Well, yeah, she was top bill, baby. Oh also, God, it's just speaking to Moonfall quickly. Um, in the trailer, it's like, in 2022, we're not going to the moon. It's coming to us. And then it's like, yeah. come, releasing in theater. In theaters. They all were very, like, yeah, they made, a, made a big deal about yeah. how they were going to be in theaters. <laughs> in theaters, February 2022. And I just thought to myself, like, I think I said this to you. It was like, huh. So the movie comes out in 2020, in February, and it takes place in 2022, which means, like, for 10 months, we're just going to have to be... On lookout for the moon. Yeah, it could fall. <laughs> if it's creeping up. Um, yes, and I, I, you know, as we're watching the trailers, having a good joke. Of course, no time to die. A few Marvel movies, all that stuff is coming out. And I was looking around. First of all, um, in New York, you have to be vaccinated to see, uh, to see a movie in the movie theaters. So we sat down, and I was like, "Holy shit, nobody's wearing a mask right now." And I was like, "Oh fuck, all these people are vaccinated." So we yeah, I was I was fully expecting to wear a mask the whole time. 
Yeah, and you know, everybody's facing the same way. Nobody's talking, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and everybody's vaccinated. So it's, uh, you know, pretty safe, and we're eating stuff and whatever. I don't need to fucking prove myself to you, listener. <laughs> um, You're about to get um, your booster, aren't you? Uh, hopefully. Hopefully soon. I think, like, yeah. next month or the month after. Anyway, um, I was I was looking around. I was looking around. And, oh, well, actually, first thing I noticed, I took off my mask, and I was sort of met with a miasma of smells, and it occurred to me, like, I haven't been in a group of, like, a fairly crowded group of people without a mask on in a couple of years, and I, I wonder, is, like, shit does it did it always like smell like this or is it because i'm in a room full of people going to see dune the day before it comes out <laughs> could be a little bit of column a, a little bit of column b yeah and to uh, be honest i can't might have shit because i just got over a cold a few days ago and it's not lingering effect of that and it's also because i have i have i have covid19 yeah not, it's not covid <laughs> trust me dude the fauci i know you're listening it's 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 not covid and i'll tell you why it's not because the lady that was like, oh, watch, watch out, like, don't apply any salt to the popcorn because they'd already came out very salty. And I was like, I was like, into my head, I was like, thank you, but I do like it salty. But I didn't apply any <laughs> extra salt to it. Bro, I was like, coughing in that movie theater. I got a little... This shit is salty. I got a piece of Reese's piece stuck in my stuck in my throat. Just like a little bit of the... Like a little bit of the shell got like stuck in my throat, uh, and I had no. to like I had to like <clears throat> just like <laughs> try not to like actually cough in, in the middle yeah. of all these people who are gonna yeah. think I'm dying of a disease that I'll kill them with. Yes, yes. Um, it's funny how that's changed. Like coughing just used to be annoying, but now it's like, are you going to kill me with germs? <laughs> um. Um. Okay. <laughs> so we watched all these. We watched all the um trailers for, these theme, for, things. for these theme park movies. Right, and um, there's a new Michael Bay movie coming out about robbing banks. Uh, it's called Hospital. We're not the bad no, it's guys. Ambulance. It's called but the Ambulance. L A is in orange instead of white because that's where it takes place, I guess. Yeah. Um, Jake Hall says we're not the bad guys. We're just the guys trying to get home. It's like cool. Which man. they are the bad guys. They did rob a bank in the movie, and they are they have killed people. Um, yeah. So then. Hmm. Oh, yes, we'll talk about that. Um, so, and then they did all the, like, fucking Natalie, the Natalie Portman came out. She was like, yes, <laughs> fucking Nicole Kidman. <laughs> oh, I don't know the difference. Hello, like, I'm Nicole Kidman, mate. Welcome back to the movies. <laughs> we're still here. We've been waiting for you. And now you're back. Look at us in the movies. And then all the AMC, like, crikey, it's me, Nicole Kidman. Okay, okay. Don't forget Jeez. to turn off your phone uh, and yeah. don't talk. Don't text. You know, all that stuff that the AMC yeah, theaters that, do. Yeah. Um, and so it was like, holy shit, the fucking D- Dune is starting. Yeah, um, I was getting a, a stiffy. And the screen was black and uh, a subtitle <laughs> appeared at the bottom that said, dreams are messages from the deep. And there was a voice going like, and it was like, oh shit, this is a weird way to start Dune. But then it was just like the fucking, then it was just like the like Warner Brothers the logo came trailer. up, yeah. <laughs> and the, and it was like, wait, what the fuck was that? Um, and then the movie started. Um, and I, I mean, oh, 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 we should say before we go any further, it, you're already some fifteen to twenty minutes into this podcast right now. 
I, I'm giving myself a range because I'm going to cut some of this. <laughs> um, it, if you haven't seen Dune yet, do not listen to this podcast. I don't know why you would, but... Why we, did you click on should, it? We, we feel the need to say... We're going to talk about the whole movie, and there's not even going to be a section where we're going to do a spoiler-free review. Just go no. fucking see it. It's amazing. This is going to be um, chock full of spoilers. In fact, we're, we're going not, to talk about the whole thing beat by beat, so please. We're not. We're going to assume one. you know the plot and that you've seen it. Also, I'm going to also preface this and say, depending on you know what you're comfortable with, if you are vaccinated and it's safe where you live and you're able to go see this shit in theaters like i didn't think yes. i was gonna be this guy but like just it's not you could watch it on hbo max and it would still be very good but i think that just having that like it's super intense surround sound like yeah with the sound system the, we saw it in imax of course because yeah. we we've daddy denied tell, told us to um it's a big old fucking screen but yeah, what I was most impressed with was the sound system. Like the like it was the bass was super good. Like I don't know, it just sounded amazing. Hans Zimmer did his work for us, and we dude, he put his whole pussy it. in that soundtrack. <laughs> um, it's it's absolutely it, watching it at, at home least would be, once. See it in the, uh, as big a screen as possible. I think of I it like this fucking way. Here, here's Morton here's Scorsese what I say. right now. Morton Scorsese. Morton's Morton. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Um, Scorsese. Um, just as Mr. Scorsese says, um, it, it's honestly like I don't, and I don't usually say this about movies. Genuinely, this is, and I, but I thought about this. I thought about if I have kids one day, they're not gonna get to see this in theaters. I'm gonna show it to them, but they're gonna have to watch it on our, our, you know, mod- modestly large TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you are feel safe to and you're able to, go see Dune in theaters. With that being said, extreme spoiler warning from this point forward through the rest of the podcast. So yeah. do not listen to the rest of this until you have seen it. Yes. And do see it. Okay. And absolutely do see it. <laughs> Let's begin. Let's so, begin with Dune Part 1. Right. All oh, right. So, Yeah. That comes up. That came up on screen. Dune Part One. So it seems like I've heard that in some eat. territories that that didn't happen. That it was just Dune, but that's okay. they're at least pushing Dune Part One in our New York City Kips Bay AMC IMAX theater. I um, just think like just seeing the budget that this must have have must have had. I can't imagine they weren't confident enough that they were going to give the guy two movies, you know? Like, yeah, that's something that I'll talk about later, but like, yeah, it really pains me that they didn't shoot this back to back. And now like we have to wait for them to shoot it. You know what I mean? I mean, they started shooting the second part. We don't even know if it's happening technically. Yeah. Um, So, okay. The Warner Not to interrupt for a fucking millionth time, but yeah, the Warner brother executive CEO, man, um, was asked about Dune Part 2, I think yesterday, and he said in an interview to, like, the Washington Journal or the Wall Street Times or whatever the fuck, um, (laughs) watch the end of the movie. Watch the end of the movie. I think it's pretty clear. Um, And it is. But that's, like, total, like, possible deniability. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like, such a... I guess. Yeah. Anyway. 
Um, so, I don't think we need to... We don't need to walk through exactly beat by beat. Just, like, what stood yeah, out. Notable stuff. Yeah. Or, and you... Yeah. We taught... We, like, kind of, like... We didn't want to, like... We wanted to keep our eyes glued on the screen. We didn't, like, take notes or anything. Um, yeah, and it's not like I was going to have my phone out in there. Somebody did, like, two rows in front of me. I wanted to throw my fucking Reese's Pieces at them. <laughs> he was checking his Apple Watch a few times. You see that? Um, oh, my God. Fucking... Yeah, so we were, we kind of like rambled to each other on the train back, and Silas compi- compiled a note app about it. So he'll he'll walk. Do you, is it is it sort of in chronological order, or is it just kind of like scattered? I did my best. If I like, I put it as in chronological order as I could, and if I thought of something that I had missed, I went back and like added it in where it kind of belonged. Okay, cool. So, so um, take us I didn't I didn't write everything down. Like for one thing, as you know, because you've seen it, um, it opens with some Chani narration, and like yep. it almost. Like I remember like thinking the, the second trailer, you know what I mean? Like the I yeah, I remember thinking for the first like ten minutes of the movie, I was like, this feels like a long trailer. Yeah, the exposition um, dump is an exposition an exposition dump. It's not as like what the fuck is this as the Lynch movie where fucking Irulan talks to you about the planets that you need to know. Yeah, um, but it's I mean it's Dune and you have like you have to do exhibition and you also still have to dumb it down and they did like they took a lot of the complexity out of it but it's like it just made it palatable good. as like yeah a no I yeah. I I you know I'm, I, I'm I'm obsessed with this shit I know everything about it and I appreciated that I tried yeah. to think of it as as if I didn't know this and I think it was done well especially from Chani's perspective. Um, I think there's a lot of right. like people that want this to be like, oh, it's a white savior movie, which like it's like we the well, of. yeah, it's um, definitely not. We'll have to but, wait. Uh, but until they did part make. Two. I think they did make notable strides to make it. Not that it was anyway, but just to further cement that. I think some of the yeah. dialogue choices were very intentional on that, and I really appreciated yeah. that. Yeah, um, and the casting because. For the, the, yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole cast is fantastic. But yeah, opens with Chani narration, like the who will be our next oppressors. Um, right. The Harkonnens left, and now House Atreides is coming. Like, which if we are we are to take this film as gospel, then Harkonnen is the correct pronunciation. And yeah. they they did me right on pretty much everything else, so I concede Harkonnen. I said I wouldn't, yeah. but just to just so I'm not going against the grain here. The first thing uh, I thought about I that too, where it's like I I say Harkonnen, like I have to think about Harkonnen for for at least now. Yeah. But like this movie will be the, you know, like the jumping off point for a lot of people. Like, so it's going to be Harkonnen for most people going forward. You know what right. I mean? So I have to just like adjust yeah. my brain. So the first thing I wrote down, um, in my notes, and again, I didn't take any notes while we were watching. I had to scramble to remember all of this afterwards. Like, the whole time we were on our way home, I was taking notes. Yeah. Um, the, um, one of the concepts, I, I'm talking like I'm telling somebody who hasn't seen it. So the voice is, like, the voice. They talk about it early. Um, oh, yeah. Jessica, the, they're at the breakfast, and, scene. yeah, Jessica wants Paul to use the voice on her, and he doesn't do a very good job. Um, but then... But it was like that, and the, and the voice is a big part of why I think you should see it in theaters, because like the way it just like yeah, the sound is really good in the that. audience, the way it shook you like in your seat, so cool. Yeah. Um, and you get the full effect when the Reverend Mother 
uses the voice on Paul and he like, he's nervous about it. And he's like, what do you want? What, you know, and she don't call the guards. Your mother won't let them through. And then he's like, oh, I, I'm D- D- Timothy Chalamet. And, uh, and, and she says, come here. And like, you know, he's already like, done your, it before he your seat like, shakes and like, yeah, he realizes yeah. he's kneeling in front of her. Um, yeah. And that's, yeah. <laughs> you, you had some thoughts about his acting in that scene. I seem to remember. Um, <laughs> That's like one it of my favorite about scenes his acting. in the book. It wasn't about his acting. Well, I don't know. I'm an actor, and I, As am I. it fuck it irritates me when um somebody criticizes an acting choice. Yeah, because it's it's not like the prettiest thing. There's a lot of brouhaha about that marriage story fight scene. I will defend that till <laughs> the day I die because it's yeah. yeah. Everyone's like that's so cringy. It's like that's how fucking adults it's fight. Real. Have you ever fucking it's so real. It's like so ugly, and then like it's it like makes me uncomfortable, and that's I think that's what the point of it is. Anyway, <laughs> not to criticize Timmy Shell, um, which you know, not that he needs me to defend him. He's given right. the entirety of NYU the clap, but um, <laughs> as we mentioned, as we no, as we, I just have to say we've brought that. This I think is the third time we've brought that up on this <laughs> it's podcast. Me every time we too. won't. Try, no, it was me last time. I think. Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, we won't give the guy a break. Anyway, when he put his fucking hand in the box, um, <laughs> the first time like the pain hits him, he like kind of like, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's it's two things. It's like a little bit of like, yeah, like like uh, you're getting like cock and ball tortured, uh, or like. Like when a kid's like when a little baby in a little diaper's walking around and like he stops walking and he just goes like yeah and it's like are you are you fucking pooping and it, um it was like that he just like just a little bit of like yeah and I just thought it was funny he does a great job in that scene though like you can see him like well up and like um yeah I just and then Rebecca Ferguson is outside like acting the oh, shit out of it oh yes um, I mean okay yeah. so we talked Jessica about this on the way fantastic. home I and I wanted to ask you this like. Yeah. Who kind of who? If you're handing out one Oscar for this movie, who is it? Because for me, it's Rebecca Ferguson. I think Rebecca Ferguson as well. I think she was so 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 good at like yeah at being the Bene Gesserit, like like controlling her emotions, but only when there are people around. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. so good. Her take on Jessica was very interesting because it's not how it's written in the book necessarily, yeah. and it's not how it's ever been done before in the various adaptations. When, when, yeah, like that, that's that part where he's in the box and his hand is being burned or live or so it feels and, and he, like, it cuts to her outside the room. Like, I always she think can, about what Jessica was feeling outside herself. the room. Yeah. No, because she doesn't have to. Um, right. I always think about what Jessica's feeling outside that. I, that's like, she knows what's going to happen to him. You know what I mean? He might not make it out. Well, she knows alive. he might, he might die. She even, she even comes into the room. She even comes into the room and, like, is, like, looking down and, like, doesn't even want to look up at what might have happened. But, like, she, you know, it's coming back to her. She's, she's reciting the litany against fear. And by the end of it, like, she's just, like, only I will remain. Like, like she's just, like, she says it, like, yeah. so matter-of-factly. But by the... She, like, she like needs to recite the whole thing for it to work. I just thought that was so good. Um, and, and by the way, I mean, okay, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit in a couple sure, ways. Sure. That's not the only time that Jessica is emotional. And... No, not at all. And, I was, and, and people I, be, like, be not love that about the movie 
Um, it, oh yeah, I, whatever. But I think it were it really. <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and yeah. It, and it, and and part of it is she always snaps back. She walks through a doorway into a room and there's other people, and it looks like it never happened. Yes, yes. And I think part of the problem might be that. Oh, and I'm going to talk about something else that you and I talked about a while ago later sure. that this reminds me of. Part of it makes me think, like, in other movies, that's, like, a sign of, like, deception. It's, like, a character who's, like, a, who's, like, yeah. you know, lying. Yeah, like a two-faced fake person, yeah. That's, but it's just, you know, she, she, anyway. Um, the, I wrote down later in my notes, much later, so I'll skip it when we get to it, that I loved getting to see the characters care about each other. <laughs> because yeah, for real. It's just, like, it, like... It, nobody really seems to matter to each other that much in the other adaptations we've seen. Um, and I, yeah, I, the, I think the filmmakers are so concerned about just getting through the material. Yeah. Yeah. That it feels kind of lifeless. And I've, I've seen people be like, well, it's, this movie's kind of lifeless a little, I can see how you can think that, but like they really Parts. do care and they like it. They're people, they get emotional. Um, the, so after the hunter seeker scene, and like I said, I'm skipping ahead, but after yeah, the hunter seeker scene, I have with the hunter seeker. Um, well, I love the design of it for one thing, but oh, I um, was going to complain that that was actually, I did not like the design of it. I much oh, prefer like okay. the little, like, I forget, I, was, was it Dune's is it, or, or Lynch's Dune or the sci-fi thing where it's just like a little strip? Um, that's, that's sci-fi, I think. That's sci-fi. I, 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 I didn't love the little buggy design of it in this movie, but it's not like it's like, a, okay. that's like the, the, the nittiest yeah. of nitpicks, but that's just, I, I was like, oh, okay. I did like it, and I, I know I can guess why you like it better that way, and I, well, fuck it. Let's actually just do it, because I'm guessing <laughs> the, like, monolithic unmoving is more, like, cold and machine and, like, yeah. scary in that way. I liked it being, it was like a little bug. Like, I, yeah. I liked that, I don't know that you would know it was mechanical if you hadn't read the book, but knowing that it was, it just, like, it made it more, like, sort of like vicious to me like it's made it more like it wanted to kill him mm, you know sure. what i mean anyway like yeah that like he's hiding in the hide like the fake trees and like it turns when it hears him move. oh so good yeah um, um yeah i so um i also liked the whole twofer thing after that well that's that was, what i was going to talk about that yeah go for that it. because in the book right um thufer or thufir as they call him now in this um says like um you know, I can't believe I let this happen. Uh, please accept my resignation. And in the book, um, the Duke is like, don't be ridiculous, Thufer. You're the best mentat we've ever had. You've served three generations. And in the movie, it's not that at all. He says, like, um, they just tried to kill my son. I don't really care about your honor right now. And it's like, yeah, oh, find the spy. that's much, yeah. much better. Yeah, go, you want to, yeah, you want to prove yourself? Go catch yeah, a Yeah, Oscar Isaac did a great job in this. It was a, um, incredible. Um, yeah. Okay, let's. So, skipping back to where we were, I just wanted to talk about that because both of uh, Paul's parents are like actual, like they care about him. You know, it's not like yeah. it's not like his father is like the stiff upper lip, and he's just like, you know, all business, and he's he wants to he wants his son to grow up to be good, like good and a good person and successful and stuff. But like, yeah. he actually genuinely cares about him as his father, which we haven't yeah, really gotten says, to see. Like, he, before. he even says that line about like. If you don't want to lead, if he does not, if it doesn't call to you, like, I, you're already my son. That's all I care about. Like, you're, I'm already yeah. proud of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, but he does, like, he does, he does lay down the law, like, no, you're not going a day early. 
Um, I I he, always well yeah. up a little bit in movies when there's like a good parent. I'll talk about the moments where I welled up later. Um, oh, the next thing I wrote down was Denis loves fog, and he God he does. <laughs> he does. Yes, I mean, I've only seen Arrival from him. But... I've, I've seen Arrival. Um, I've not seen Which Blade Runner, but I know there's a lot of fog in Blade Runner. I've seen, um, like, yeah, I, I follow one perfect shot on Twitter, which Blade Runner is there every other fucking tweet. And yeah, every planet <laughs> we see at some point, not always, but definitely Giddy Prime, most of the time on Kaladin, even sometimes on Arrakis, it's like you have no idea what the depth of, like, the sky is because yeah. there's just, like, a thick fog at all times. And it always looks cool. Yes. Dude, the scale on this movie is fucking insane. Like, the big ring that they have to pass through to get to the planet. And, like, oh, it's the smallest yes. little blip. It's the smallest little blip, but then, it, like, it lands on the planet. And it's, like, like the trees look like ants. And it's, like, whoa, these are huge yeah. things. But what would, if that was small to this, like, oh, my. Like, this, I loved the scale in this movie. I mean, um, Villeneuve does he's a good fucking spaceship. Like, he, like, yes. realistic, like, his, like design i mean i'm sure he doesn't do it all himself i'm sure it's like the team the people he routinely works with who design all this stuff for him but like his eye for just like big monolithic spaceships and stuff sleek yeah uh, yeah so cool and i all the ship all the spaceships look in- incredible um the so the guild transporter is what that like tube was and yeah. i could be wrong about this i'll i'll notice if i watch it again it seemed like Almost like before we would see them fold space or whatever, and it would always look silly right. in other versions. Yeah. But in this one, it seemed like, um, it almost seemed like it was like the wormhole thing, like the pencil through the paper, where they would fly oh, sure. into one side of it, and then when they flew out of the other side, they'd be wherever they were going. That's that's how I read it. Um, the other thing I noticed, the first time we saw it, is they look like fucking worms. The ships? Or the, yeah. the, 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 the tubes? The, Guild transporters, yeah. They look like a bit like they have a big open worm mouth and they're like gray. I mean, not when you can see all the way through it, but the first time they showed it was like kind of like at a three quarters angle and it had the yeah. big open front. And I and I just sure. thought like, oh, that looks that looks like a worm. Interesting. Yeah, I'm I mean I, so going through my notes, I'm gonna miss stuff um that that I'll want to talk about later, I'm sure. So throw it if you think I missed something, throw throw it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just sort of waiting to see where you are at in the movie. Um, all right. I'm thinking about, I mean, I kind of didn't write anything about shout out mapes, um, or, well, actually let's talk about the Lisa al Gaib, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's like so, a bunch of exposition about like, what do they mean? It's like, uh, they did a great job. Oh, here's something I want to talk about. They did a good job with, I didn't think they would cover this in the movie. The missionary of the, the, yes. That the Bene Gesserit have been planting the... They didn't use the name, though. They didn't say Mission Eva Protectiva, no. But they, they did that the Bene Gesserit have been planting prophecies on this planet. And even, like, Shout Out Mapes, like, exclaims out loud when she, like, truly comes to believe that, you know, the mother and the son, like, Jessica is the mother. Like, she says, like, when you've lived with prophecy this long, like... To see it become real is quite emotional, or something like that. Also, um, yeah, it seemed like she thought that Jessica was the Lisa Al Gayub, which I thought was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Um, I think 
stuff kicks off pretty fast here. Uh, so, okay, there's a scene where Stilgar comes and meets them. And here's the thing. So, I don't know how this was in your theater, or how you saw it, or how you felt when you watched it at home. Um, but in our theater, the scene where Stilgar comes in and spits on the ground did not read for a lot of the audience. <laughs> like, they all laughed. And then um, Jason Momoa, who, by the way, I did not have super high hopes for in this, but he was no. so good. as He was a, such neither. a good Duncan. Um, he's, he, he, it, it almost felt like it was played for laughs. Cause like, of course, like he's still spits on the ground. All the guys get their swords out and he's like, Oh, um, <laughs> Stilgar, we thank you for the gift of your body's moisture. And then he spits on the like table and then Leto does it. But it was like, it didn't read to me like I've been living here for a few weeks and I, and I know that this is actually like a sign of good faith. Like it read as like, Oh, I'm saving us from a tricky situation. Right. I mean, yeah, I didn't get that so much. I felt like it was like a, like a jokey moment, but it was like, Oh, 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 I got this. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like making up. It was like, sorry, sorry. I should have explained this earlier. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. But I yeah, I, I didn't see Aquaman. I don't care to see Aquaman. And I don't think no. I've seen anything else that Jason Momoa has been in, but yeah, I was, I've seen I was him really in... fucking impressed with him on this. He was in game of Thrones. I saw him in that, but he's not in it for oh, very yeah, long. I've never seen that before. Um, no, Jason Momoa did a great job. I mean, everyone did a great. I can't think of one yeah. like, poor performance. Um, but also, like Duncan Idaho is not a character that ever super mattered to me before. I guess, well, right. not in not in Dune at least. Not you in know, the first Dune, yeah, yeah. But um, um, but like I think we got to see more of Duncan Idaho, the Swordmaster, too, which also was criminally like underrepresented in other like how him and paul have a good relationship are like friends and it's not yeah. the lynch one where they're where they're clearly gay together <laughs> yeah yeah i can't believe that they cast that little that little doe face as, as a little twink. In yeah version. yeah he's not even a twink he's like a little he's like a little like he's a twunk very dough boy sure he's a twunk um <laughs> let's do that um uh, <laughs> yes um what do you have next Oh, I have a funny joke about this. Oh, okay. Half of this movie is them picking up a sci-fi object and being like, this is a flim-flam. You know what I mean? Like, it happens like six times where it's like, Does this it? is a frem kit. Or like, this is a this thing. You like it? <laughs> oh, and then some... No, it's, it you... it's specifically, yeah. it's specifically, it's a, it's like, it's a frem kit. Like, he gets handled and it's like, it's a still suit. Like, you know what I mean? Well, he gets handled at Dingledork and goes... It's a dingle dork. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there's the scene with Duncan like where he's like, like six times. he's like meeting all the soldiers and they're like, Duncan, what? Is, like, what's or, or he was like listing all the things that they might need. And he's and they were like uh, and he was like, you might need a, a sand spreader or whatever or a sand condenser. And they yeah. were like, what's a sand condenser? And he was like, this is a sand condenser. And he pulls out his little like dog ball throwing little, little machine. Yeah. And, but then he doesn't explain at the time what it is. But of course, it's relevant later. I was, yeah. but I was like, oh, are they? Are you gonna tell me what a sand condenser is? Because that's not in the book. <laughs> you made yeah. that up for this, yeah. Villeneuve. Denny. I didn't yeah. write anything down about like the early times that we get to see. Oh, let's Harkonnens talk about the change they the made at the beginning of the movie about Paul wanting to go to Arrakis early. Oh, and I have something the about the early part of, too of Leto's father. I mean, you talked I about it a little bit. I thought that was a good bit. change just because it got a lot of the exposition out. Um, and when, it shows when that we Paul, like, you know, like, 
needs to stay here or something. I don't know. Or, or like the Duke, the Duke like knew it was best for him and like yeah, it was very important to them that they all arrived together and like Paul couldn't always get what he wanted. You know what I mean? Like that's when of we saw that scene when that when they showed up there, and, I was like, that, oh, it, Paul later in the film is so like stoic and like uh huh. I'm, a, I'm I'm going crazy with spies that like to see him be like yeah. come on dad let me go early come on like is like yeah. okay good because he needs well, to little Luke Skywalker Itachi Station wants, I want to go to Tashi fucking station with Duncan Idaho um I saw them like on that hill together and I was like oh okay we're gonna get the sleeper must awaken but I don't think he he didn't say that whole thing at all no there are some lines where it's like is that that or Villeneuve does a good job like there's no the spice must flow there's no No. Paul does not say the litany once there Um, are I felt like I noticed moments where I was like oh that's a line from the book and then the next one that character says like that's not a line from the book and I can kind of tell the difference sometimes yeah I don't know if that was on the the script or if that was on the actors or what but there were some clunky moments with that yeah all right next thing okay um Oh, oh, I was saying we didn't uh, talk about the early um, times that we get to see, like, the Baron. Um, oh, or Prime. Especially. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Actually, I wanted to tell you about this. So we see the Sardaukar fairly early on after we find yeah. out about, like, the conspiracy between the Emperor. Who, by the way, we never see the Emperor. We never see the Emperor. Um, Fate is never and, mentioned. Yep. Um, which I saw sense, a fucking none of tweet it's... the other day that's like they will cast Harry Styles as fate. No, <laughs> it will happen. He'd have to be he'd have to be bald though, or maybe he wouldn't because he's young and rebellious. Whoa. Um, but they showed the like the Sardaukar being trained and like the thing where like the victim's blood is being drained out or something and like, and I realized. Uh, so, uh, of course, there's, like, they're all, like, crouched down, and there's, like, that weird priest moving his hands around and going, <laughs> yeah, And I sound. realized, yes, but I realized that was the voice from before the Warner Brothers logo where it said the thing about dreams or messages from the deep. It was that guy. Oh, it's that guy? I think so. All I'm right. pretty well, sure. We'll have to go on HBO Max tonight and check it out. Yeah. Sponsored by HBO Max. Yeah. But see it in the theater. Um, um, see it in the theater. And then saw... see it on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to talk about the moments where I got a little emotional in the theater. Okay. Tonight, are there are they moments we've like talked about so far, or that are one in, one in the range of okay? Um, the other one is a little farther into the film, but I'll okay. going to talk about it still. I got. I mean, like, I just like it's been a. I've been looking forward to this for so long, and it was just like. It felt like a movie and not like a series of beats like the mm. other two adaptions did. Like it felt like a, a movie of something that I really, really liked. And every time like, you know, like you even like, we like, like nudged each other when something cool would happen or like, yeah. oh, like from the book, you know, like, like, like that's so cool. And like, it, it didn't like a, piss me off or anything when they would change something for like convenience sake or just like to condense the story. And I like it, it all... You know, sometimes that would annoy me in, like, something else, but, like, I this, the way they did it was very good. Like, it, it worked. Um, I have no complaints with, like, the, the, the condensing of it, um, mostly. Um, but when, like, when they're flying uh, through Arakeen, when they first show up there in the, in the Thopters, there's like, a, there's, like, a shot behind the Thopters of them, like, cruising around, like, the Rocky Mountain into the, this, this city is, like, revealed... And it's an almost identical shot to 
the sci-fi um oh, right. miniseries where it just looks like like so unreasonably bad um <laughs> and i was just like oh man like they they fucking pulled it off they did it like this oh, is yeah. so cool um and i also felt myself it's a weird moment to get emotional about but it was just like you know when you were like a kid and like the fucking like all the heroes would come together to save the day and it was just like yes and like you just like feel yourself getting so emotional um like almost like it, it weirdly almost like th- that feeling where it's like almost like pride yes is it's that like, what you're talking about yeah it's just like a like a pure fuck yeah when yeah. um jessica and paul escape from the harkonnens on the thopter like like right. they do the hand signals and then like uh make get the pitch right and then like untie her like um kill him like Jessica, like jessica's doing all that shit like it was so fucking cool and like i just was like oh like i wanted to like just like cry i was just like so happy um i mean because that was yeah. just a great I, scene i can't say it enough i thought Re- rebecca ferguson was like commanding in this movie i thought yeah, she was like job. the one to watch and and honestly i saw the last movie i saw her in was dr sleep um which was it wasn't her fault that her character was written that way <laughs> but that was like my that was the taste in my mouth for Rebecca Ferguson and right. i so i was hesitant about her too but she was by far i think my favorite yeah, she actor really in the job. movie i don't know like, um, what she's in i just think she's in like what mission impossible's right oh maybe and i think maybe some of the like american horror stories or something like that uh, i could maybe, be totally yeah, wrong about that yeah i don't um, I, yeah so like yeah i'm not super familiar with her work um but still like super 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 good job for to rebecca ferguson she gets high marks speaking um, of the beginning so of the Timmy. movie speaking of things that we missed i'm on the imdb i have imdb open right now just in case sure. i need it and um when we saw the herald of the change who comes up and like reads the scroll yeah. um i was like this guy looks so familiar who the fuck is this could you oh, tell yeah. who he was no who is it it's benjamin clementine I don't know who that is. Do you remember Gorilla's Hallelujah Money? It's what? Wait, what? It's yeah. What? Yeah, it's that guy from the from the first single off uh, Humans. Humans. What the fuck? Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Cause I knew he looked familiar. I've only seen him he... in the music video for that before. I don't think he's. I don't think he's an actor. Let's find out. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. he's. No, I no, looked no. at his filmography on his Wikipedia page. The only thing is, is in Dune. That's, That's the so only weird. thing he's Villeneuve an actor must be in. a fan. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So strange. I mean, he was, and I mean, he was good. W- there's actually, like, there is, like, a look for a lot of, like, a, like, there's a fairly cohesive look to all of the actors and, like, the way they're styled in it. And he definitely You can tell fits. that everyone acting in it uh, would live in, like, Bushwick, Brooklyn. I was, well, I was even thinking, like, they all look just, like just so slightly unhuman kind of if that makes sense <laughs> that's like, exactly what i mean <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but just like like they all have that a little bit of like this could be somebody from the future look to yeah. them yeah, yeah, yeah um when the when, when the Benjamin... herald of the change comes we see fucking daft punk and we see oh my god the, the oh my god i just remember daft punk dude you i heard you laugh and i was like you got yeah daft punk <laughs> i i wanted to lean over to you and be like around the world around the world yeah 
exactly. Yeah. Um, there were Daft Punk, and then there was like the Orange guys, which were like the guild. Henchmen. I love the Orange guys, not the Navigators or the High no. Steersmen, but the maybe there were the Navigators, not the High maybe, Steersmen. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of things we forgot to talk about that are like weird little one-off visual things that happen early on. Um, when the Reverend Mother lands on Giddy Prime to talk to the Baron, the first thing we see on Giddy Prime, one of the first things is like a weird little like gimp mask spider thing with like human hands oh that's just like crawling God. around. Like Do you remember eating. this? Yeah. yeah. It's like, get that thing out of here. And he's like, and he's like, just eating this dinner. <laughs> our pet won't hurt you. He's like, <laughs> what the fuck was that thing? I, you know what? what? That's, that's the second time we're on Giddy Prime. Um, oh, okay. So I thought it was Peter, like, eating weird. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, like he, he had... stands up and he's just, like, sitting like that, but he has way too many legs. It's it just a shitload like... of legs, and it was I fucking, know. like, I don't know if that was its skin or if it was wrapped in leather or what. It was, so it was weird. nuts. Like, yeah. it took, it actually, like, took me out of the movie for a second. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, but... wait, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It, even, it wasn't even, like, a change that, like, I was, like, see, I could, like, I could see coming. It was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? No, that was just right some now. that was just some Villeneuve bullshit, <laughs> and, and I loved it. Like looking back, yeah, it yeah. definitely took me out for a second, but I got right back in, and um, yeah, yeah, that was nuts. Yeah. So, um, I, all right, we talked a little bit about the Hunter Seeker already. I I just want to say like, the the Harkonnen attack came so quickly. It happened so fast, which was like, it was a different way of doing it than in the book because of course the whole thing for me at least in the book was like all the build-up and like we know it's the thing only frank herbert can do in his writing is like we know it's coming but we don't know how and it's scary and like we just know something's wrong and it's about to all go down um and like every who's the spy we we kind of know but we don't know for sure and all the characters suspect each other and stuff and they decided to skip that and just have it be like you know, they land, Find this the hunter spy. seeker comes for Paul, and then the guy and then the wall. there's yeah, a guy in the months. wall. <laughs> Some we know something's wrong, but then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Like you know, the, the dude. The plan finds... is set in motion, and then it's just carried out because they needed to get but it, places. And you know, the characters kept saying like they brought us here to die, to kill us, and like I think it totally like it. It was different, but I think it got the same effect of like the betrayal, yeah. and um. Um, you know, they skipped like, they skipped that dinner scene that that yeah, we like both kind of talk about a lot. The yeah, but, but skipped, I was like, fine with the, it. The Thufer and Jessica confrontation. They yeah. like, kind of added UA to like scenes he wasn't in just so he would like get some screen time before he was revealed as the the guy. Right. Because um, in the sci-fi series, it was like, okay, you guys took like five hours of screen time for each like book. Why? did you cut so many important things and add in so many extraneous things? And in this case, it was like everything felt so intentional, you know? And it's like, yeah. it, and it was like you were saying earlier, like it, I wasn't watching it. I realized I wasn't watching it as an adaptation of the book. Like there were moments where I was like, Oh, I know this part, but for the most part I was watching. It was like an experience. It was going and seeing a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's my biggest problem with the, with the Lynch and the, the sci-fi is just like, they try You're just too like hard hidden, hidden the beats. Yeah, like it's just yeah. like it has no fucking life to it. Um, so, so yeah. Since since we're talking about the attack, 
Uh, I mean, there's so much we could talk about. Like all Let's of course, talk about the, the, uh, the Sam cool. Harvester scene first. Oh, right. See, I told you you would have stuff that I didn't put in my notes. Right. So, I loved, okay. um, well, I so love the let's... Gurney and Paul fight scene as well. Like, they did the, sh- the same fucking scene as the Lynch movie where it's like, don't, so you're back to the door. And then, like, Duncan's the not slow here. slow blade fight. penetrates the shield. Yeah, like, Paul even, <laughs> it's, that Look was down, little... you'd have joined me in death. Yeah, yeah. It was a little cheesy when he turns on the shield and, he, like, Paul, even to himself, gives himself, like, three fast hits and then one slow hit, like, just so we so, can see So it. that we can see how it works. I thought yeah. that, too. I remember thinking that, too. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I get why, but it's like, of course I mean, you yeah. need to. Conceivably, it's like, okay, turn my shield on, make sure it works. But Can like, I just say yeah. how simple the shields just needed to be? Like, they're just blocks. so simple. They're not Roblox. We're not in a Kanye music video. It's just so <laughs> it's just so simple. You don't see them all the time when they're activated, except when you're being hit. When, yeah, like, when somebody hits It actually them. makes the combat cooler that like those like darts would just like speed up and then slow right the fuck down to penetrate you and then hit you. Um right. and, like, well, it was when Duncan's like... fighting the Sardaukar, it's like his fighting style is so different than how I would fight somebody. Um, if I was Jason Momoa, um, <laughs> because you have to live in a shield world. Yeah. And, um, oh, what was it? What was it? Speaking, of, it was something about that fight scene in the shield. Fuck. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember what I was going to say. The choreography is great for all the fight scenes. Oh, oh, you know what? That is, so we, we, I talked, I was telling you about this. It's similar thing to like the Jessica hiding her emotions thing where the, all the fighting yeah, or like a lot of the fighting, you know, the um, uh, Jemma's fight later, and of course the, like, all of Jason Momoa's uh, fighting, and especially the Paul and Gurney fight, is so perfectly choreographed. And it's, I, I almost lament that perfectly choreographed fight scenes have been, like, the norm in film for, like, decades now, because... Yeah. Because like every movie uses like a like a CGI hellscape at the end where they just just like they're fucking Darth Maul's flipping backwards twice. Yeah, but but they're always moving so fast, and every every move is perfectly countered and stuff. And and that doesn't make any fucking sense in a normal movie. And so I think that Dune, it's great in Dune, but because you know in the book every character is thinking so hard about every move, and you kind of get to go through it with them, and it's like because they're all like amazing like genius future fighters and um i think some of the effect of that is lost because it's just the hollywood norm for fight scene to be like perfectly choreographed to the t yeah well anyway the the the, yeah yeah that's yeah we can't fix that we can't ask any of you to fix that you can't do everything no that's Um, that's what i'm saying it's not the movie's fault it's just the rest of hollywood is like that and i feel like the effect would be so much more exciting if that wasn't just what we were used to true you want to go to the spice harvester scene let's do it oh so i'll say it's a fuck yeah moment i'll say well of course this is one of your favorite scenes in the book right i love this yeah i i I really did like that they included just a little bit i knew they weren't gonna like include the kinds leto stuff which is like the main part i love about that scene but they did add some of it it she was fucking acting with her eyes absolutely like yeah she did a great job i I really like sharing and bruce during this movie Oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen her in anything before. She was great. Um, so I'll just say that when the when the when Kynes is introduced and, you know, 
he, this is one of those lines that I thought was clunky. She says to Paul, like, you've got your desert boots fitted slip fashion. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's from I just, the book. I just, I just thought it would... It, se- it, it seemed the right way. way to do it. It yeah. seemed the right way to do it. You've won a still suit before. Anyway, when that scene was happening, um, that was when I was at my sort of zenith of needing to pee so bad. Um, Dude, to, to yeah. To point where, like, just before it, I looked over Dan, I was like, I gotta fucking pee. And he was like, okay, go do it now. Because, like, we knew... The Spice Harvester like, scene was happening. Yeah, yeah, we knew important stuff was about to happen. And I was not going to miss the first on-screen worm, obviously. And I, like, <laughs> we we were sitting... We had middle seats, which is great. But I looked left. Yeah. I looked right. Everybody's sitting comfortably. I hadn't seen one other person get up. And I just fucking... I went into my Bene Gesserit powers. And I reached down into my bladder and just, like, dissolved the molecules. I just, like... <laughs> I, I steadied my mind. You turned your it. hand old and then turned it back to young. I did. I did. And 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 well, and also, I very stealthily, because <laughs> there was somebody else sitting next to me on the other side. But I very stealthily slipped my hand under my sweater and did unbutton the <laughs> button on my pants Fuck and it, left it dude. that way for the rest of the film. Gotta you couldn't see it. Do. Nobody would be able to tell. But um, genuinely, though, by the end of the movie, I didn't even have to go that bad anymore. I like oh, really? got through the re- yeah. I was like, oh, I could make it home, <laughs> but um, I, cool. I I I I did what I had to do. Yeah. Um. So anyway, the spice harvester scene. It was fucking me- fantastic. It was. I don't think in the book. Well, yeah. I love that it showed. I mean, of course, we're gonna show this. The Duke care like he even says like to hell with the spice. Like, yeah. Those men. Like, we'll we'll figure something out. Um. I was confused because the carryall showed up, and I think in the book there it was like too far away. But the carryall showed yeah, up. Yeah, I think and the carryall like, doesn't show up in the book. But then it, it then like, it, like didn't work, work properly. Yeah, which I think um, is a good way to do that. Yeah, because it, it was just like, where is it? It's like, like, uh, yeah, but like to have it malfunction is is a good visual thing. Yeah. Um, and then I really liked this change. Paul gets out, and like, it's his first time like on the sand, and then like the spice hits him, and he like because he's super sensitive to it, he, like, goes into a trance, and, like... Right. It's like, whoa, 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 where the fuck is Paul? And, like, Gurney, like, comes to find him, and there's, like, a little, like, callback to, like, I... I, can I hear, heard your footsteps, old man. man. But he's, like, in the trance, and, like, he just doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, and I it's love the same thing, change. but, like, he says it, like, he says it, and he's sitting alone halfway through saying it, like, it's like when the Reverend Mother calls him over, like, Josh Brolin appears and, like, grabs his shoulder, like, come on! Um, yeah, and, like, um... All the all the fast forward stuff, like he sees Chani with like a bloody knife, and like he sees his death, and like you know the the, the flash. Okay, I'm, I keep wanting to call them flashbacks, but like visions Flashed or dreams arounds. are all kind of like they're ever changing. Like sometimes it's just Chani, sometimes she has a fucking bloody knife, and she he he sees his own death, or he sees Duncan's death, or you know what I mean. They're always done um, very well, um, but I love that, and I love the worms in this movie. Well, the hold on. And the other movies could wait, 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 Because we're going to talk about the worms a lot. And I just want to okay. say, on the Spice Harvester before scene, before we, we talk worms, about the worms, yeah. when Kynes got on the radio and was like, worm sign at, on your east, three clicks, whatever. Yeah. I <laughs> three truly, clicks. I truly expected, a small part of me expected to hear um, David Lynch's voice on the other end. Oh. When, because, do you remember yeah. that? You remember, in his in the movie, movie he, yeah. he played, and I was just like ready Hold me for out there. like. <laughs> we got you. Wor- you said worm. There's a worm. <laughs> That'd be nice. Ha- that would have been. It didn't nice. have it. It was just some guy. They should have. They should have fucking. <laughs> literally, literally unwatchable. How much could he cost by the hour? You know. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he would do it. So I know. So, I, I know okay. he hates his Dune. So yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's talk about worms. Let's crack. And we'll talk about. Worm. We'll talk more about worms later. The, I have to say, a good amount of worms in this movie. Uh, uh, yeah, there is, there is. You get some worm play in this movie. I think we um, see. I think we do see three to four worms, depending on what you count. Yeah, yeah. I think three or four. Um, they're always in the other movies. I didn't even notice this until this movie. I'm I, like in this movie, like they always come up from under you and just like eat you and don't even like come out of the sand very much. And then they just go back in. And I was like, that's interesting. But that like makes sense. Cause in the other movies, they were just kind of like flying the fuck around in the air. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, they would like, like rear so up strange. like a, like a fucking, like a, like a cobra. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and then this movie, they're just like, kind of like eat you and they, they keep going. And the only time yeah, that and one like comes out is when they're like, they're chasing Paul and Jessica on the drum sand and they yeah, just and narrowly it, and escape it to the sees... rock. And it sees him standing there, you know? know? Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there's been plenty of people talk about worms and how the design... Uh, and it goes with what I was saying about the spaceships. And that the teeth are so good. They're, they're like the, bristles like, almost. Yeah. And um, we got to see a, some a, some Chris Knives up close. And I, lo- I think yeah. it's the best design for one that we've seen yet. Because it is definitely made of worm tooth. Mm. Um, I've seen people talk about how when the worm is when you see its full open mouth it looks really looks like an eye like an iris, and like yeah yeah and how that fits into the you know broader symbolism and stuff of the series of books how you know how important eyes and seeing and all that stuff are um yeah yeah and oh and oh no okay we'll of talk about you that want when we get it, to you the want it, like you scene. love the old who doesn't love like the like, old school like three flap approach yeah like, that's no, super love... fun i've seen few sandworms i didn't like <laughs> yeah yeah it's hard to it's hard to make me go go boo to a worm um yeah yeah so I, so clap clap on the worm um so um i i just want to talk a little bit about we t- talked a little bit about the harkonnen attack but i just want to talk about the like the merit of the various fighters in the movie was clear um and there was one really good scene you know the you know the baron when he's trying to get the starter car he's talking about um you know like we have all of our soldiers but the atreides have the best like in the known universe like that like or in the imperium or whatever like they have the best army and and like when the when the Harkonnens in their like black armor are like walking up the stairs, and the and there's like a small band of Atreides fighters in like perfect formation, and they hold them off like easily, even though they're <laughs> I like, like how they always go Atreides, Atreides. Atreides. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah they, do, they do like three or four times oh, in the movie. Oh, I I'm gonna keep um hey bagpipes. Yeah, D- dude, what the fuck was that? Why didn't they bagpipes? Gurney bust up the balisette? That took me out. It's like, why are they fucking back? And like, of course, like later when the bagpipes were playing over the like war scene, it was cool. But like the introduction yeah, of the, the bagpipes, yeah, the soundtrack. Was, like, we've already said this, but the soundtrack like cannot be understated. Like, I don't yeah. know if I would like listen to it. Can't like, be overstated. The movie. I would say, true, true, true. It, I wouldn't like put it on like on the train. Like, it's not like that kind of music. But it's like mm-hmm. it like adds so much to the vibe, and it's not like general like desert music in a movie you know what i mean it's like yeah i mean it's well it's, done it's Hans zimmer though you know 
Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he's like, would Didn't you he do the Boss Baby soundtrack? Oh my god. I Hans Zimmer might be one of my favorite like movie scorers ever. Like I I feel like he's earned his play. Like he's potentially surpassed John Williams at this point, right? <sighs> Oof! Don't say that. I'm I feel like I want to say he invented new instruments for this movie, dude. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's how I feel about Hans Zimmer. But um. Oh oh. He did okay. do he Fu- did do Boss Baby, by the way. Now okay, but listen. Notwithstanding, <laughs> we we have this small band of Atreides fighters in formation, in cool, like perfect formation, fighting off like five times their number of Harkonnens in their yeah. black armor. And then it happens twice, and we saw it in the trailers, but the Sardaukar in their like creepy white uniforms just floating down from the sky. Yeah. Against like, against a black backdrop, and they just fucking like eviscerate the Atreides. Like, like it's nothing. Yeah. Um. But then, like, we see Gurney and especially Duncan, fucking yeah. ripping him to shreds. Okay. And it's there's not... a fucking awkward shot in the fucking. Can we just talk about how cool the suspender on the Baron is? On his back, oh, yeah. like the, me- yeah, yeah, like the yeah, weird yeah. metal shit. We never and see his it up big close. Long dress. And, like, yeah, we never like kind of see like the him float float. We see it like 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 in the in the, you know, there's a there's a shot where he's like obscured and floating. Um, yeah. Oh, he floats a shot over in the UA. trailers. Yeah, but that's like it's fo- it's not like focused on him. Um, he's sort of like blurred in that moment. But there's a shot in the trailer that I always thought was really awkward when there's like a Duncan fight scene in the trailer where he like lunges, like jumps really far across the room oh, at yes. somebody. It looks like yeah. he's like on like wires in like a theater performance. Well, um, yeah, I'm gonna. But he has a that. fucking suspender on his back. Oh, and I didn't even notice that. At that, that moment, you didn't notice that. I like. No. I, I, I was. I was like, "Whoa! That that makes so much sense." Like he has like a little mini suspender on like his lower back above his ass, and he's like, like, uh, like, it's like the same sort of like orangey thing as the Baron has, and he activates it and he flies across the room. And it's like, oh my god, that's so cool. Uh, so, other people can have like little suspenders. So yeah, and and with the way the, like I was saying, with the way the Sardaukar float down, um. And they almost look like they're wearing, like, fencing outfits. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the, the masks are very much like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and they're wearing that all white and just, like, and the way they float down, like, they're on wires. And I, mean, I know the actors are, but, like, it's just, I mean, yeah. it doesn't see, it doesn't even read, like, oh, gosh, we these guys are obviously on wires. even talk about the Stinky Baron yet. Right. We kind of talked around him. Yeah. And I was thinking we'd end up talking a lot about him when we get to the UA scene. Or sure, the, sure. The, but I just, I we've we, this has been contentious for you and I a little bit before. Oh. I feel like, or, or it, so the sci-fi series, they said that like the director of it or whoever like rewrote the screenplay wrote it with it being a stage play in mind. And to <laughs> me, to me, I know it's sci-fi and stuff, but to me, Dune... The first book, not the other ones, but the first one is so Shakespearean. At least the pre, like the traitor stuff, I get. I well, so this movie and everything that happened in this movie, and I think just like the you know the like the warring houses and like the revenge. I mean, it's you know revenge for your father being killed by like a rival who wants power is 
just um the code of honor with the jamise fight too yeah it's it's hamlet and macbeth you know um yeah i don't know to me like the political element of it and like that whole like i and and take, like, i the like fi- the fiefdom is super shakespearean like they ask us to take the the, the fife like we'll do it like yeah like that's like that's like such a political thing that shakespeare would do um, and I, I truly, I don't know. I think that the the noble houses are all very Shakespearean characters and stuff. And and yes, that that totally changes when Paul meets the Fremen, because they're not at all. Obviously, if yeah. Shakespeare wrote the Fremen, they'd be horribly offensive. See the Tempest, Kaladin. Yeah, or yeah. not Kaladin. But... That's a planet in Dune. But uh, what's his name? <laughs> oh, I didn't even Cal- hear you say that. Caliban, Caliban. Um, right. Well, he's not offensive, but anyway. Um, anyway but the um yeah so just that combined with the like outfits of the sardaukar and the way they float down silently like they're on wires and so it just felt it felt like watching a play a little bit at times yeah i yeah. i love uh villeneuve's backdrops because when the sardaukar come down they're it's they're in their white suits it's silent and they're against like just like not pl- not pure black but like black and dark gray just like kind of modeled like it's like something is behind them but it it's but it's dark and it contrasts their suits in such a cool way yeah and and um i mean later when the worm comes up right in front of paul and jessica and the worm fills the entire screen except for you know seeing paul and jessica in front of it it was the same thing where it was like oh my god like and it's like you were saying about scale like just the i don't know it's amazing yeah I just like I think that's where, he, like, he and this movie shines. Yeah, yeah. More than anything else. All right, let's move on. Right. So, well, let's talk about the, um, uh, Leto's scene with the Baron, and and of course, um. Do you want to talk about UA the PG thirteen well. violence of uh the, <sighs> yeah. the, the like the attack scene? Oh, what do you mean? I, I really, uh, well, I was thinking PG thirteen violence like, with UA. There's like the Raban scene, like or Rabin, as he's called, Rabin, the Beast, where he um, it's during the attack on Arakeen, like it's oh, sort of focused yeah. on the trees burning, and he like beheads a few people, like like kind of obscured. Yeah, um, and he goes, Rah! yeah, yeah. Everyone was talking about like I remember like the early screenings, like people like were like. The, the person I was most impressed with was Dave Bautista, and I was like, "Ooh, cool! Like, I can't what? wait to see him as as Robin." But like, he doesn't fucking do anything. He in this barely movie. does anything. Yeah, yeah. He's like I mean, three he's, lines. He looks cool, and he does a good job for what he has. But like, yeah, I was much more impressed with like the main cast. Talk like talk to me again after the next one. The after biggest surprise was Jason Momoa for me. Um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I really liked him. Um, anyway. I- yeah, the yeah. whole, then the whole well, uh, UA dunk, uh, UA Leto Baron scene happens. Actually, so actually, and there's some PG thirteen violence in that too. When UA is killed mostly off screen, right. I, and yeah. I think like with that, with the especially with the violence, like it almost kind of, I was a little disappointed. Like it didn't take some of the risks that it could have. Like I felt like it's important to show the brutal, like not the Sardaukar. They can be like efficient, like who cares if he's dead killers. But I feel like the Harkonnens, like their brutality 
is so they're not humans they're brutal you know yeah. well this was like, like that whole that whole pile of atreides bodies burning i guess showing, but it's just but like, like they don't show it happening yeah there's so little blood in this movie yeah um there's blood on mapes when she gets stabbed and she puts her bloody handprint on the duke on and there's the, blood yeah, when there's blood when paul has a vision of chani standing with her like bloodstained hands and then he sees his own bloody hands which by the way again it's macbeth and she's like wearing like a, a white veil water, a little water washes up the steed so you know um anyway so, but it wasn't i i think that it not it doesn't need to be game of thrones like guy getting his eyes popped out and his head squished or anything like that but like i think they could yeah, have taken sure. more risks with the violence yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. especially because i don't know i mean like much of this was basically an action movie honestly yeah aside from some adventure scenes, movie i'd say action adventure it, there was a lot of action and of course there is in dune but it's like it was a big part of the movie so yeah, let's talk about uh, the Duke dying. Yeah, well, so of course there's the tooth. He doesn't chant it like we hoped he would. He doesn't even say "remember the tooth." No, which is, just which like, is actually in the book. The tooth, the tooth, the tooth is in the book. It's not just like it is, but it is Lynch so thing. awkward. Yeah, it is. It and is uh, and Lynch did it as awkwardly as possible. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, he yeah, he I, I do like that it. Villeneuve wasn't like being like um nostalgic or like he wasn't overly faithful he wasn't faithful if yeah, it didn't he serve like, the film he wasn't like fucking jj abrams being like oh you didn't like that movie like okay let's 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 do it this way like <laughs> he wasn't being like overly precious with like the the things yeah, that everybody this, likes right um i i re i liked chen cheng as ua and i liked how ua was written in this he didn't have a ton to do but I like that UA had an accent. Yeah, I like that. Like that was that was good for me. Like I like that. I like that. Jessica does she have a British accent? Jessica. Yes, but and she's Duke, a Ben and Jesuit. Doesn't. So that's true. So Duke I I assume like, that was I like from the that. mixing there. Like UA has an accent. Like Paul. Well, and, I mean, uh, like you, Oscar what you Isaac mean is the like, Duke and Paul are American. <laughs> and are American? Yeah. Well, like I'm American. Here, here's um, the thing. Here's the thing. I just speaking quickly on accents. I didn't the, the whole the Fremen all have different ones, and that I don't know about. That was a little weird to me. I guess we don't know. Like the yeah. Fremen, they might like all come Chinese from different parts American, of the planet. But Javier but Bardem like, is like Javier Bardem is like, very much Spanish. Very yeah, much Spanish. Yeah, Jimmy sounded like he was just like doing something weird with his voice. I think I can't um, even remember yeah, exactly what Jimmy's. he sounded like. Um, very breathy. Uh, I liked him too. Um, he was great. He, you know, he wasn't in very much. He fucking as... was for it, dude. Anyway, we'll get. Oh we'll get yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, so, so the, but the bear. So I r discovering that the Duke was naked for one thing. <laughs> yeah, his, like that's the thing where I was like, carefully oh, you covered didn't genitals. Fucking have to do that. I don't even know if that's in the book or not. I don't think it is. But it was Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac's fucking ripped, by the way. It, his like. His shoulder blades his were, like, pecs. tucked over the back of a chair in such a way his, like, arms looked like they weren't part of him anymore. And, of course, he was, like, paralyzed and stuff. What did he fucking say, like, when he when he gets killed? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, I will, I, I'm a, I don't did know. He have, <laughs> did he have a last line? He has, like, a, he has like a last line right before he bites the tooth. It's, like, just, like, oh, I don't remember. like, fuck you to the Baron. 
Um, well, I liked when UA said like something about it's full of poison. When you when you bite it, you will breathe the poison. It will be your last breath, and if you do this well, it will also be the Baron's. Something like that. Yeah. I, I yes. like that. Like I, the my pri- the price is you. <laughs> oh, oh, right. And you wait. I mean, like he wasn't sniveling like we've seen him before. He was just like, yeah. they have they have my fucking wife. Like, yeah, I I have to do this. Like his like, I mean, he seemed like the guy playing him, Chen Chang, like wasn't playing Doctor Yue. He was playing a guy, you know. And we've seen before. We've seen Doctor Yue be a character who's like. Oh, I'm the I'm the traitor, you know, like yeah. I just seen, I'm on HBO yeah. Max now. I just like scrubbed through a little bit. Leto's last line right before he does the tooth is, "Here I am, here I remain." Ooh, cool. Yeah, and you can see the. I just noticed this. You can see the the Baron put on a little shield right before he comes up to. to yeah, do yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is important, of course, because he blows the poison right in the Baron's face. Yeah, um, and he fucking. And it, Kills everybody they think, else they the think that he kills him. Everyone thinks that he's dead. They like come well, that a few is, days later in. That's how it went in the sci-fi one too. I remember. Oh, okay. Well, except we see like he he like flies around. He goes, Ah, I'm alive! I'm alive! Yeah. Oh, he's always. But then, like in the sci-fi version, but, <laughs> the red which hair. Which I have to say, honestly, Stellan was good. Like he was a very scary, ugly, evil, creepy Baron. But that fucking that sci-fi Baron, I think, still remains my favorite portrayal I, of him. Well, he's like not in it this much in the movie. No, in that's true. He's not. He's, he's not, not in it a lot. In it a lot. But he's he doesn't say much. Scary though. Oh, he's like eating across. What does he say after he finishes eating before he's gonna like go kill Yue? Do you he like says something, but I couldn't out? understand it. Yeah, because I couldn't under. He like eats like some animal and like slurps up its foot. And then he goes yeah, like, oh, and I couldn't tell what he was saying at all. He just says, ah, you have a wonderful kitchen, cousin. Oh, okay. Oh, he did. He was calling him cousin. That happened more than once. Yeah. Which is like, I guess that's just something he calls people because they're not. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a little fucking boy. After he's like recovering from the, from the, from the, the poison. Well, first of all, they like come in like hazmat suits. And he's like oh. on the wall, just being like, <laughs> "Oh, they're, yeah." Well, he's like hiding. He's like curled up in the ceiling. But also, I love those fucking monsters Inc. ass hazmat yeah, suits. I was thinking the monsters Inc. too. Um, I love that he's like taking his oil bath, and like Dave Bautista comes in and is like, "They're dead, probably." Um, and like, and by the way, <laughs> if you haven't, if you don't know the Baron's in there, he's just talking to a pool of oil, you know? Yeah. And like, there's like a little fucking twink next to him. Um, just pouring the oil in. It's, yeah. it's just like a nice touch that he does fuck boys. Um, I liked, uh, his makeup in this. I, I like how the, the Harkonnens are all bald. I like the, uh, I noticed, they show, they show yes. Peter like dead on the floor, all creepy and curled up. Yeah, the Peter was less... I mean, we never got his name in this. You know, we saw him earlier. He had lines, but, like, he wasn't a character. Um, No, he was just, like, some fucking Harkonnen guy. uh, I noticed when the Baron came up out of his mud bath, you could, like, the makeup from, like, when it was from his back and you could see the thing on his back, you could definitely see that he was wearing a big old fat suit. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, you know. Yeah. I was kind of... I was a little bit looking for things to complain about. Because I yeah, knew I, mean, I was going to... Yeah, I fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, What's next on your little list there, buddy? Oh, well, so, you know, I kind of... I mean, 
I, I think I got it slightly out of order. Let's so sure because I think this happens first. Let's talk about well, which happens first? No, okay, never mind. Shut up. Have it up. Um, <laughs> let's talk about um, Duncan's death and then Kynes' death. Should we talk first about the tent scene? Oh, that it does happen. I was thinking that happens after those. Okay, no, that is no, first in my notes. Yes. So yeah, the tent scene. I love the spice. I love seeing the spice in the air, and the little, the little teeny tiny subtle like wind chimey noises that it made. That I almost thought like someone's phone was ringing in the theater. I liked the tent. You can see like the kind of like the veins of the tent collect recollecting water. I didn't and, realize like, that's what that was until Paul said that. Me neither. But like it shows it, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then like it hit me. Yeah. Um, I love oh, and that of course scene. that's the scene where they they use the the spice con- or the sand condenser. Yeah. <laughs> um. The fucking that's Timmy's big moment. Um, he, he said the he, line, he, dude. I looked at you. I looked at you with the most delight the, I've ever fucking Dan, like Dan's mouth. Dan's jaw was on the fucking floor. When like big you, you did goofy this to, you smile, you made me a freak. You did this to me. You made me a freak, and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, he, said have, he said it. He said the line." Bro, I would have, <laughs> I would have bet my, oh my mom. God. Like I would have fucking <laughs> bet my mom's life that they were not gonna fucking put. I'm a freak in the goddamn movie, but they, they did, did it. Those, they did those it. They fucking, did it. Those crazy kooky guys. They did it. What they what they cut from that scene was the reveal of your father is the baron and you, you that means he's my grandfather yeah we, that didn't happen at all in the movie which i guess they're saving that for uh the second one it's a little, little i am your father moment but yeah. it didn't happen and i was i was ready for it. i was expecting it yeah well yeah i guess it's like something he realizes he doesn't i mean i know he tells her but like it doesn't necessarily he does yeah and that scene in the book he yells at her about it because he knows yeah, like she knows it's not, yeah, it's not, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll get, like, that. Um, yeah, I no, I think they will get that payoff. Okay, so I thought Duncan and Kynes died before that, because I had my No, Duncan and Kynes died after. Now, we should talk yeah. about Duncan first, because I know we're going to have some Kynes thoughts. Well, um, we, I mean, we should just quickly get back to the worm then first, because that does happen before. The, 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 the running away from that big old worm. No, wait, it does happen after because it's the fucking Jamis' th- thumper that saves them. Never mind. Fuck it. I like, I got to see this movie a few more times. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about Duncan. And they go to that like, like meteorology place with kinds. Yeah. And the, of course, like they're Fremen there, but there's not very many. And where they, they hear the Sardaukar coming and they hide in the sand and they jump out and it's very cool. And the, the Sardaukar do kill all of them, but they take some of them out. And then they're coming to get everyone else. And, um, okay, well, actually, there are two lines that Kynes has that are weird to me. And the first one is when they walk into this place, she goes, do you know what this place is? It's a ecological site. And it's like, why did you yeah. ask if they know what it is? And then tell them right away. Yeah. That was weird. That was just like a weird line. And then yeah. when um, Duncan, like shuts the door so that Paul can't chase him through and try to help him fight. Kynes goes, he locked the door. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, <laughs> it was just like a weird, like, why'd you say that? Yeah. Uh, did like, I think, did, did I, you think ha- I think Kynes is like, not well, like Kynes is sort of like a weird socially because they're sort of in two different worlds at once. Um, yeah. 
I guess so. Maybe that wasn't. Um, maybe I'm thinking too deep into it. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say I think the character was a little underused. Just being yeah. one of they keep I they keep fucking blaming her for being like the the um the middleman. You know what I mean? Oh like, right. Like, Don't you see all our shit's stupid and broken? Doesn't work right. Well, I mean, she was like, I promised the emperor I wouldn't say anything. Like, yeah, like a few that, times. Yeah. Um. So, but um, I just thought like, just see like seeing how the Sardaukar had previously just like cut through the Atreides like butter and just like how scary they were and seeing Duncan who's like who we know is a master swordsman but like getting to see it is a whole different thing and so seeing him just like put the beat down on like a dozen and a half Sardaukar and then they stab yeah. him and then he gets back up and kills gets three more up. yeah yeah I, I kind of got they... mad at them like like I kind of got mad at like Paul Jessica and Kynes because like Guys, he's clearly like giving you time. Like, can we get yeah, a move don't on? Don't waste now? this. I but think then only they, Paul they, like, was wasting. They shoot it. that little funny laser through. The um, it's yeah, not which Duncan must gets be the last up, gun that they can get. The little blue beam in yeah. front of it. Yeah. Uh, and then Kynes dies shortly after, and I so we should talk about Kynes' death. So in, the, in, in, in well, in okay, death. right? Because this is one of my favorite scenes in the book. Mine you too. Know, the, I love Kynes. Kynes is one of my favorite characters in the book too. Yeah, the drum sand and the spice, like the the spice, like pocket that's gonna explode, and the, bu- yeah, and the bubble the, underneath, and the ghost of dad, and like doing the math <laughs> to figure out can I get you to want the to edge? talk about what do I need Shakespeare? To... Oh yeah, I mean right, da- ghost, ghost dad, dad. <laughs> um, and just like the hat, like the trying to like put dad aside and do the math. Like, what do I need to do to survive? And we're reading it. We know it's not going to happen. Like, we know you're not going to make it. There's no fucking way, but it seems like you're going to like, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. And I think, and that's what I was saying earlier that only Frank Herbert can write that. Like, and that's why they didn't bother. I think with all of the like suspicion in the, uh, like who's the spy earlier and stuff, because like, there's no way they're going to do justice to that in the book. And so of course, Kynes goes down a little different. Um, I will say, I didn't mind the change. No, I didn't mind it. I was a little disappointed because I wanted to see that scene, but but it still totally worked. In it the worked. Movie. It conveyed the same thing, or it can actually convey something different. But I still like it. Um, and sort of like getting me... on Kynes' shit about like, why you tell the Duke you can't tell the fucking Emperor anything. But then Paul's like, well, then why'd you risk your life to save us? Like, you're risking your yeah. life to help us out. Yeah. And, like, the Sardaukar get to Kynes, and they stab Kynes, and, like, Which, we both talked about how cool it was that the water came out of their One of my suit. favorite visuals. Right. And and this is where I didn't mind that there was no blood. You know, she gets stabbed straight through, and, like, one of her catch pockets just, like, sprays out like blood would, you know, or like you would see blood in some movies, but it's just, like, the water just, like, flies out of her chest and just like spills on the sand and it's like oh it's because it's more important you know like the water in your still suit is more important practically than your own blood so i loved that i thought that was very cool like they like do they they, like say something to her um before she um, dies oh something about like you betrayed the emperor and she says um i only serve one master and his name is shai halud and yes yes her fist is a thumper 
fuck. I mean, that's very fucking cool. Like, and that's when like another moment where this, the, the the this the worm doesn't even need to come out. It just kind of like gulps up some sand and you. And yeah, it goes on its merry way. And I'm gonna just put this on the record on the podcast, J- just uh, for anybody listening who wants, who saw the movie and wants to go on the internet. And complain about Kynes being a woman instead of a man like like he is in the book. I just want to say, before you do that, before, when you're thinking about doing that, just fucking stop. Oh my god. Just <laughs> Are there people doing that? I don't go yeah, on any oh, like... Oh, okay. I, I have, first of all, I fucking hate fandoms and fans and like fans. stuff about... Ugh. Yeah. I'm yeah. slowly like... It's like, okay, The Last Jedi is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I really mm-hmm. like it. And it's yeah. just like, I I try to be on like positive subreddits about like, I'm not a big fan of the sequels as a whole. You know, like, I think they're better than the prequels as a whole. But like, well, they, I mean, yeah, yeah we could talk yeah, about they, they look amazing. Similar and, problems, know. whatever. Um, So I try to like, not stay on like, hate subreddits about it because i really do like the last jedi a lot um but just like i'm slowly figuring out that like there's no it's just like i got unsubscribed from all the star wars subreddits so i haven't even like done that for dune like i'm not even in like the dune clip i'm on the dune subreddit but there's not like a a lot of toxic fans there i'm sure like if you go on like yeah the instagram or facebook comments people are mad about the the gender i mean that's where i've seen it and I do it to myself because, you know, they like I follow the Dune movie Instagram account and like they posted like <laughs> my like, girlfriend made fun of me for doing that. She was she, she oh, was like, man. why are you going to why are they giving you a Dune ad? Don't they know they already got you? And I'm like, no, that's like the, the Instagram account. She's like, what I follow f- that. <laughs> why do you yeah. follow it? <laughs> well, I'm going to unfollow it soon, but because um, I've seen it. But yeah, like they did like a little character, like 30 second clip of each character, major character and kinds, of course, had one. And the, I clicked on the comments because I wanted to be mad about it. But it's just like, <laughs> it just in the off chance, this is what I'm saying, the off chance that you're listening to this and you were bothered by Kynes being a woman, it doesn't matter to the character. Just, no. it do, like, it, do, it doesn't... There are some characters that it would be weird if they swapped. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Anyone whose, like, relationship is important, if for some reason, like, the Duke and Jessica were swapped, that would be weird. It wouldn't make sense to do that. Yeah. Kynes' character is not about their gender or, you know, whatever. It's just, like, so, so, just, if you, if you are thinking about complaining about it online, or even if you're just grumbling to yourself about it, just go, like, turn the lights off and go sit in a corner for a little bit and just think for a little while and and you'll come out of it a happier person i'm sure i just wanted to get that out there while we're talking about kinds because and because again i I think that let's go away into dune guys are virtue signaling no we're not i I mean like genuinely sharon duncan brewster was great casting for kinds i think she was so good she like she got the intensity and and the like the little moments dune gets political (laughs) whatever I stand by. I do. I mean, I think the character was criminally underused. Still, yeah, I wanted more of of of, of Sharon as as kinds. I think she yeah. did a good job. Wasn't one of my favorites, 
like acting wise, but they didn't give her, you know, not, not that she had much to work she with. She just didn't have that much to do. Script. Yeah. But I think she Which did I... good in that, in that, in that harvester scene, like coming around to, uh, Oh Lost yeah. Music. I mean, again, um, like if you're, I was watching her because I wanted to, because I knew what I was looking for in that scene. And right. you know, and you, it's it's not even like, it's not even like it throws in your face. It's not an extreme close up or anything, but you see her like, you see her after he says like, you know that leaves three men we'll make it work you know that whole thing and they're like throwing stuff off the off the thopters so that more people can fit like you see her look at him and like uh, and that change in understanding and she yeah you know this was not she didn't just do her job like she she showed up and she play like she she was kinds i don't know i think she was great yeah, I, I I didn't even think about I did, I didn't even they they didn't cross my mind that it was a man in the book it, like it didn't come it's just to me. yeah it just really doesn't matter to the character and again a big kinds fan in the book I mean look at least it wasn't that fucking at least it wasn't that fucking scary ass like Bilbo Baggins looking fucker from the video game that we played <laughs> yeah yeah rest in peace Max von Sydow um, oh well you know what he was a good kinds, kinds too. Yeah. I'll stand by that. I think he was also a good kinds. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the worm. I want to talk about the worm. Big old, big old worm. Um, We talked about how it looks like an eye. We talked about how it fills up the whole screen. How about when it's they're, like they're looking at them? so hard to do a sandwalk. Um, oh, I like that. I like that the sandwalk was in this. Yeah. Sometimes they just like fucking forget. Like, they just like say... Don't walk arith- like walk arithmetically to make sure that this is the first the time we've and ever then they just always just like run in a straight line. You know what I mean? This is the first time we've ever seen characters actually do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and and then they hit like, some fucking drum sand, and it feels just as contrived in the movie as it did in the book, where it's like, oh, drum great. sand is weird. Cool. Like, <laughs> oh, the, uh, the exact thing we don't want. If you also if you hadn't read the book and you just see the movie they they paul like steps on the drum sand and it drums and then he steps on it three more times to make sure and then he looks up it's at jessica the same and he goes, thing about the sci-fi thing where it's like it's this you know like well right he looks up at the he looks up at jessica and he goes it's drum sand and if i hadn't read the book i'd be like um what the fuck is that what is drum yeah. sand a very Please convenient look out plot device in the movie for what i'm talking about where it's like he, they get he gets handed a plumbus and he goes it's a plumbus like it's like <laughs> yeah it's like in a fucking point and click video game where like you click on something and it's like it's a key better find oh, a lock pre- for it <laughs> press the r key to use that yeah 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 um it's like half of the movie is like whoa it's a it it's a door better open this like <laughs> um, i liked that the, so when the worm is looking at them it kind of it kind of like from its like deep throat like drums back at them. Did you notice that? It like it goes yeah. like ooh, ooh, ooh. It even has like maybe this was a nod or maybe I'm just like like high on crack cocaine. Um, okay. Well, are they you? changed because the uh, I'm going to keep going now. They changed okay. the eye <laughs> or to be an eye, the mouth to be an eye. Yeah. And it has like all that spiky teeth. Uh. Uh-huh. Um but when it shows like the throat of it it has like almost like a three throat thing. Oh, I didn't like see a that. Nod, or maybe I'm just like a stupid crazy person. I don't person. know. I I missed um, it. Or maybe well, you're... When you're watching it on HBO Max or on your phone, on your Nintendo Switch. When you're watching this movie on your PS Vita, make sure you look out for that. Yeah, when you're watching it on your, oh, fuck, you already said PS. Your, I was Motorola, gonna do your a... Motorola Razor. I was gonna do like a 3DS or something. Yeah, but I think when you're watching it done. on the same thing that runs Doom. 
And yeah, oh um, fuck, I was about to say that. Anything that can run Dune. <laughs> can run Dune. Anyway. Oh my um, god. Okay, after the worm. So pretty much the last thing to talk about is now we get Frodo Town. The fight with Jemis and the end. Um, well, I also, think like the weirding way shows up for a second when well, Jessica right, Stilgar. Stilgar says, "Oh, you didn't. You should have said you were a weirding woman." <laughs> the conversation got cut short, and then uh, oh, and then he calls her a Sayadina, which is like, does he? Yes. What the fuck is a Sayadina? Well, it's like the ladies who work for the Reverend Mother, but it's like oh, I don't know. That was a little weird because that was I, there. There were moments in this where it's like, if you hadn't read this book, you wouldn't fucking know what that means at all. Yeah. And here's yeah. what I... Okay, just in terms of that, we don't need to go through it beat by beat, but I think Stilgar's character is underdeveloped, but I think that's just because he's a, he's a Dune Part 2 character. Yeah. It would, like, it would be that Chani will be the main character of the next movie, which I don't cool. like, believe... But I don't think, we'll yeah, see. I don't either. I think it'll be more ensemble where this one just kind of follows Jessica Paul. Um, right. I yeah, I will say, I feel like, I did feel like Jessica was almost as much the main character as Paul was in this. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> this is like a totally, we've totally passed over this moment, but it's like, <laughs> I did like the little bits of humor that weren't, they're not, they weren't Frank Herbert humor. Because he does no. do a little bit of humor in the Frank Herbert style, but, like, there's a part where, like, Gurney and uh, Leto are, like, overlooking Arakeen, and he's like, what did I say about Arrakis? You wipe your oh. ass, you, you shower, you wipe your ass with sand? Um, yeah, That was like kind of cute, but, like, it, that's yeah. something that Frank Herbert would have never said, but, like, it's still, no, just, I like that, and it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, it Avengers like where everything is a human moment quippy. for Gurney. Yeah. It's not like a, like a fucking Avengers movie or, like, The Force Awakens where everything needs to be, like, a little quip. Um, who talks first you talk first i talk first that's interesting because it is oscar isaac still and it is <laughs> yeah exactly um, um so yeah. okay but i did i mean i missed of course i missed stilgar yelling his weird insults at people you remember this <laughs> oh yeah he book? keeps calling people like, you, like a like a like a you rat faced like fart brain like yeah he just said yeah. like weird like kid insults well yeah um, we don't get to see much of the fremen community besides yeah. the fight with Jamis. um and I hear. You, I see you've come around on the pronunciation of that. I'm. I've done every possible pronunciation of that guy's name in this episode. I think so. I did yeah. Jamis oh. earlier. I did Jamis earlier. Like, yeah. Um, Siege Tabra. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, we were saying Tabir because we're two white dudes who don't yeah. speak another language. Either of us. Yeah. And Tabra, Tabra is like. It's probably sense. right, and like it makes sense, like T-A-B-R. the way it's written. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, I mean, is there anything in that scene before the fight with Janice to talk about? I mean, <laughs> Janice... Paul his little gun. Oh, the weird... He had a Mala pistol, but it, like, Oh, unfolded. oh, it just... can we just talk about real quick when they're yeah. going through the, the sandstorm? Um, oh, okay. There is a flash forward to Jamis being like, don't fight against it, just let it let it happen to you, let it flow. Oh. And yeah. then, like, Paul, like, relinquishes the controls and just lets the Sandstorm beat him around. And then once he's up to where Kine said it was safe, he kind of takes the controls back. Right. So I like that because it's like you were talking about earlier with the flash forwards of Chani. Like, there are multiple different ones. So he sees a future where Jemis is his friend, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and of course that's not how it goes but like right. there were there were we saw a few different versions of future Jamis, which yeah. is cool we even see the uh the jihad a little bit and like there's a shot where you know paul and chani are together on the on like a harvester above or a, or a cruiser above like what appears to be Caladan. um oh yeah and it's interesting that jessica i don't even think she's like this in the book but like in the movie she's like no we gotta get him back off world we gotta get him back to Caladan. um oh right yeah which like makes sense like but like i don't know if she ever says expresses that in the book. yeah maybe she's just in survival mode um but in this she's in, she's in creative mode um <laughs> adventure mode spectator <laughs> mode cool we got them all uh, got all. <laughs> uh yeah i think pa- paul in the trailer he's like i know you when he sees johnny but this time he, he like he's like a little awkward i even like whispered to you like beta move when he's just like hey johnny and she's like what and, he, and he's like ah nothing uh, never mind forget about it yeah <laughs> what so a beta what a cock so Babzilus Mokin, I think is some sort of how you say it, the actor who plays Jamis, is really good. I liked and him a lot. He didn't need to be because he's in yeah, so he little. He definitely of it. did not need to be a good actor. They they sort of consolidated him to make him like more of an important Fremen anyway. You yeah. Well he was the one he wouldn't let them in, obviously. Right. They they were out like, I believe that scene happens at Siege Tabri in the book, and it just like happens on the rock out of nowhere yeah anyway yeah which made sense so so the construction of that scene made more sense and and he babs is just a good actor like he 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 i i really liked him as Jamis, which is a character i never gave a shit about in the book at all no not at all yeah (laughs) um and i don't i don't have a lot to say about the fight i liked that it was a little sloppier than some of the other fighting that's happened in the movie yeah um it was a little more do you yield he said like fucking Batman. Right. Like he did. <laughs> yeah, he really like. What if, like, what you know about Thomas Wayne? Like. <laughs> so, but you know, I mean, it was a good fight scene. I don't have anything specific and to say about fucking it. Fucking Slicker's like he does not know it to yeah. the death. Yeah. I really liked. I mean, you can't do this in a movie. I really liked that scene in the book where Paul's like mad at Jessica, and she can tell. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like, "What you didn't fucking? Oh my god! I'm gonna have to, oh my god!" And and this movie, Jessica's like, he has never killed somebody. Like, there's that yeah. moment in the book that's also in the movie where it's like, is he toying with him? Like, she's like, oh, no, right. he just doesn't know he's supposed to kill. It's he doesn't, it, doesn't want to. It's a little bit of a three seashells moment where it's just like everybody knows except for <laughs> nice. Paul. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, the, and then they're like, and they're all kind of like, oh, he didn't know it was to the death. Yeah, because it's not it's not the same for them as it is for him. Right. Yeah, uh, and so let's yeah. talk about the very end. The, the end. Uh, you're one of us now. This is only the beginning. Right. You're one of us now. What, Stilgar says it, right? I believe after so. He, after he kills I can Jemis? check. I think so. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, um, and they all, and they're all walking towards walk the towards siege together. Siege debris. And somebody walks, and somebody rides by on a worm. <laughs> yep. And, well, that's the and, half worm we were talking about earlier. And th- and it was this was what we've heard is like the main criticism is the end because it doesn't which I like, totally understand totally get um um because right it's like all you the characters are one by one walking past the camera and the music is swelling and like as like it there was that creeping feeling early of like oh my god they're ending the movie mm. like 
they're ending the movie right now. Oh my god, this is the end of the movie. We're gonna see each character walk by, and then it's gonna and somebody's gonna say something as the end. And yeah. Johnny just walks and she's like, "This is only Johnny the turns beginning. around and and says, "The saga of Dune is farf, basically." <laughs> that was the first thing you said to me. Like the that... like the credits started rolling and we heard like the Adina Menzel sing uh, the Bowsett song and like yeah. you were like, "The saga of Dune is farf," and I was like, "Fuck yeah, it is." I mean, that um, basically is what Chani said, you know? I mean, yeah. she might as well have looked right into the camera and said, this is only part one of the movie. Hopefully Warner Brothers Green Lights part two. I'll be the main character this time, Zendaya fans. I'll get paid a lot of money for that. I'm Zendaya. I'm already getting paid a lot of money for this, but I would like some more screen time for my acting reel. You know oh, what? Shit. Wow. You need a, You still need to work on your she's reel? Still, she's You're Zendaya. You have one you do whatever name, you want. Every, and everybody knows it. Yeah, it was cool. It was funny seeing the credits where it's like, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Zendaya. And it's like, no, yeah. she's really no, fucking she, rolling with she it. She owns that shit. Even Beyonce I, will go like Beyonce Knowles sometimes. You know what I mean? He, here's something interesting to me that we kind of, we talked about this actually briefly with our roommate before we sat down to record this. Um, yeah. There's no sex appeal in the movie at all. And there shouldn't be because it's not that yeah. kind of story Timmy's a little, but you know little, he looks like a skeleton for half of the movie <laughs> yeah there's a scene but, on Caledon where his like hair is all fucking wet and it's like yeah the thing is T- Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya are two of the most beautiful people on the planet and there's <laughs> yes. no getting around that yes like, yeah there, Zendaya... I was looking for Z- like for Paul to be like an ugly little and he takes his shirt off early in the movie and he, he looks like me where you, you can like see his ribs and he's just no like, but he's got gross. pecs like he you can't get around it he's got some that fucking upper body that neither one of us that's had, uh, yeah dream of the man eats his eggs you know <laughs> yeah yeah and he gets them poached so yeah there's no completely getting around that somebody i read somebody said like timothy gentleman is not pretty in this movie but he is like he absolutely is and He's like, not even as pretty as he could be, though. Well, it's not "Call Me by Your Name," like, you know. I mean, it's yeah. not like w- the point of the movie, but um, the point of that movie is that that's all that I got out of that movie is that Timothy Chalamet is really attractive. I haven't even fucking seen it, but whatever. Anyway, it's all right. And sh- and if, and if, if you're Zend- into pedophile movies, it's pretty good, right? Uh, and Zendaya, they, you know, I mean. They put her in that, like, boxy still suit where, like, you can't see any shape to her body whatsoever, and it's just, like, slate gray and, like, dust brown. And, like, that's makes sense, because, of course, it's what the character should wear. But it's still, like, it's still Zendaya, you know? I don't I mean, like, I don't have a problem with it. Like, Hollywood casts beautiful people as actors, and they do all, like I was saying earlier, every single major character in the movie looked a little otherworldly, otherworldly yeah, just yeah, slightly. Yeah. Um, which I really, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I guess there's, like, the scenes where she's wearing, like, a flowy dress on top of a hill or something, but whatever. I mean, I mean, okay. Let's, so, we're closing in on two hours of this podcast. We knew it was going to be a long one. Um, Yeah, yeah. But, so the, like, one of my, the end is one of my major gripes. One of my only negative Nellies, and I think it will be eliminated as a, gripe once part two comes out knock on wood yeah i think Um, once you can watch them back to back it's not gonna matter but for now yeah yeah. and i get it it's kind of like uh and i wish like they did like a back to the future two and three thing where they filmed them at the same time 
because yeah. you know there you know Denise would Denise would want to like flash forward to something that actually does happen in part two. You know what I mean? Um, they Cause, can't right, do, cause you, they you can't put in can't, part one because it's not filmed yet. Yeah, and you can't um, to take the story any further than that in part one because then you have to get to know all the Fremen and, you know, new characters and stuff. And, I mean, where earlier can you cut it? Like, you could cut it right with, like, the worm coming up and looking them in the face and then maybe it, like, roars or something and cut to credits and it's like, holy shit, a little bit of a cliffhanger. You could... But I think that the, feels the, weird. The that doesn't that feel much better. Makes sense, but I don't think it's just unsatisfying. Yeah, that's the place where it's gonna make the most sense. But it's still like nowhere was gonna be good. It's in the middle of right. the fucking story. Yeah. So um, I mean. So I hope we get a part two, and I hope we get it quickly. It's hard to get around, but yeah, I mean, it, that's what it left me with. As I was ready for part two. Um. Yeah. But yeah, do you, and, like, can you think of any like uh, nitpicks? Like my main nitpick, like I, that's the smallest little thing that I just liked the design of the earlier Hunter Seekers better. That like that's like oh of. right. Um, some of the dialogue is a little clunky. Um, yeah, there are but, moments again, these, of these are just, dialogue. Like little 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 nitpicks. There um, are teeny tiny moments where the CG is funny. Like we talked about, it's in one of the trailers when the helmet opens up and it's Paul's face inside. It's just like that is oh, way no. better in the movie, though. It is. It's not great. It's, it's not. It's not fantastic. You can tell because it looks like just a fucking. Like, I mean, again, I I can forgive that moment too because it is like a dream sequence. But I know what you mean. It still doesn't look great. There are a lot. There's a lot of CG in the movie, which of course, like it's not a movie you can make everything practical in because there's spaceships and stuff. And most of the spaceships look good. There's just, I don't know, there's little moments. There's, like, there's a, in the, Peter and the, um, and the Reverend Mother, like, talking to the Baron, like, the green screen behind them is awkward. Uh, but, you know, like, you know, it's such small things that I don't really care about. I was just, imp- like, to me, it's a different experience than the book completely. It's the same story, but it's told a different way, and it does what it needs to do to be a good movie. And I, yeah. you know... I respect it for that. I'm just so impressed that they pulled it off and gave it heart and emotion and it didn't feel cold. Cause I think it, it, it's very easy for this story to come across as cold because all of these people are fucking supercomputers. Um, right. And and there's so much to put into it as well. There's so many things yeah, that happen, that, even that in that lot, part of the book. Yeah. You can be racing and not all of it, it. Not all of it made it in, but everything that they could have made put in without fucking up the pace of it was there. I thought. Yeah. And the exposition so, gets dumped a little bit in the beginning, but it's all stuff that you want to know, too. It's not... Yeah. And the exposition dump is true to the book. And honestly, like, even there, you're gonna... Like, if you haven't read the book or seen the other movie... Well, even if you have seen the other movie, like, there's gonna be stuff you don't understand. Bro, I was thinking about the other movie during this movie. I was like, wow, like... This would have never been in the other movie. This is like, yeah. this is just like characters. <laughs> the Lynch um, movie, it just yeah. like, you know what I mean? It's, I don't know. Yeah, no pug though. So yeah, so there was so no pug in stars, this one. No, yeah, so, and the pug. By the way, I saw something on Reddit recently where the pug does survive. Like at the very yeah. end of the Lynch oh, movie, yeah. you can see the pug. <laughs> the pug is still alive. Yeah, Bernie's been taking care of it. We didn't talk about the Mentats. Like the the eyes roll back. Oh my god, that was one thing that I did want to talk about. The, I love that. I love their eyes rolling yeah. back when they're calculating and like... And they have that little tattoo on their lip. Right, it's so much subtler than 
like the red like smeared all over their face and Ew, the big eyebrows yeah, the and big old Lynch's bushy one. eyebrows gross yeah i mean yeah, right so i th- it's just gross I mean, to me i don't know why on, like, like the, the body stuff is so gross in the lynch movie that this is like yeah doesn't need to be like clean and perfect like i was just talking no, about but how like I the, love the baron is acting, hard to like, look at yeah i yeah but it just like it like it doesn't it, it makes me like interested in the gross not like yeah want to go away from it I mean, I like think I what we're movie. talking about here, basically, is that what Denis Villeneuve is masterful at and, like, deserves all the credit in the world for is, like, his production design. Like, that's, yeah, you know... it looks great. He, he makes things that are, you know, visually and audio impressive and, like, just, like, and, you know, are grounding but still, like, something you've never seen before and... It, it's yeah. it's all very seamless and it's like the story of dune already existed like he didn't write it you know he adapted yeah. it and there and like we said there are clunky parts of that adaptation in the script but just like it's a cohesive story and visually and like just production wise it's like it's it's such a fun experience yeah i had a lot of fun i like I, I didn't even finish my popcorn, which I usually fucking do like minute twenty five into the movie. Yeah, um, and as as we were um, as we were walking down the street uh, to the subway, we sort of walked past every other set of two dudes talking about uh, what they're going to record on <laughs> yeah. their Dune podcast later. Yeah, and speaking of, we should we should talk about it. All right, we don't want to start should... a turf war. This isn't a beef. We've... This is not. Well, yeah. Let, let's before well, especially we continue. Because, yeah, there there is something that we need to address. And if you were at the New York City Kips Bay AMC IMAX six thirty p.m. showing on the twenty first, then we were there with you. Then we yeah. were there with you. Yeah. Um, let's talk now, for a sec. It, now, if you were there, oh wait, do you have something else to say? No, we're going to talk about the okay. thing that we're, where there'll be no we're about, okay. we're about to talk about. Now, right. So if you were there, we were there. Hello. Hi. If you were there and you also have a Dune podcast. Don't fucking show mm. your face. Okay. Here's what's confusing to me. Okay. <laughs> we okay, both okay. peed. We both peed. Yeah. And then we were like After the heading movie. out. Yeah. Yes. Just know that we peed. We didn't. We had separate uh, toilets, and we um, walked out. And there were two guys at the Coca Cola freestyles, filling up their drinks as as they were leaving the show, or perhaps were coming to the next showing. Um, oh, we didn't even think of that. So they were in the red. Little, I think they were like, black sweaters. No, they were, um, they were red. I'm colorblind. They I'm were red. Colorblind guy. They okay. were like a maroon. They were maroon. They had like a little white stripe on the sleeves. I rec- I think I recall. Okay. And scrawled on them, in the back, in white font, or maybe black font, was I believe it. Was, Dune, I do believe that was white. Was Dune dudes, underlined which, and that they was were, a double underline. Two guys. Both they both had them, and we walked by, and we were like, <gasps> two other white guy in their twenties doing a Dune podcast, and we're in the but same I, fucking building." 
It was like I was like I think I've heard that name before. And then like they they turn around, they start like snapping, and they're like, "Get out of here, Jet Boy!" And it's like, "No, Jet Boy, Jet Boy." <laughs> um, but it was just like, "Wow, a rival dojo." And we're not starting to beef, yeah. dude. Dude, no. we just want to talk. Let's discuss. I, here's, I'll say this. I'll say this. I went ahead and opened Google Podcasts in an incognito tab, and I searched <laughs> Dune. And here's all I'll say. When you search Dune on Google Podcasts, Let's Get Way Into Dune is the 13th result. Fuck yeah. Dune Dudes is the 15th result. We are fucking dust, Dune Dudes. Oh, and by the way, Eat and it. by the way. Fucking, I'm walking around my room right now. I'm sure you can hear Dan, can, <laughs> can you, Dan, can you remember by any chance what day our first episode of Let's Get Way Into Dune was uploaded? Is that February 1st or 2nd? It's February 1st or 2nd, depending on your calendar, because it was pretty late at night. Do you know when Dune Dudes uploaded their first episode? No way. Are you fucking shitting me? When? It was February 4th. You so fuck, You shameless fucks. I'm saying Over don't at the fuck. Dune Dudes podcast. You know what? You know what? I am starting a fucking beef. Don't step to us, <laughs> Dune Dudes. No, okay. Let me extend an olive branch to the Dune Dudes. If you want to come on our podcast... Um, let's we haven't discuss listened the to theirs. We don't know. We don't know what they're like. We haven't listened. They do, uh, and they've read all the books. We know that because we checked. Yes. It. All right. Their last episode, which was uploaded today, uh, is called Dunesmas Eve, which is come on. And you're doing puns, and now you're doing puns now. That's, Fuck off. No, it's that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> it is. And they're and they're it's their rich. picture is like a drawing on paper of <laughs> two doodle, worms yeah. with with their smiling heads. I mean, yeah. It's cute. Look, it's quaint. Yeah, um, you're never gonna the the illustrious artwork that my beautiful girlfriend did, but that's true. Do. We don't all have a we don't all have a, 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 my girlfriend. In fact, only that's I true. have her, and I have her. She's mine. As far as you know. <gasps> no, it's the Dune dudes. No, you're fucking my girlfriend. Oh my god, <laughs> the Dune dudes are fucking your girlfriend, and they Come were doing on, it at the guys. movie theater. No, while we were watching Dune. Oh my god. I guess they weren't the Dune Dudes after all. All right. Well, I think um, let's, let's, so, let's so Dune Dudes. Let's squash the beef. Let's let's hang out. Let's talk about the movie. If I mean, if you have you know if you're not problematic and you have views that are fairly you know you know match with ours. <laughs> you we don't, the Dune we don't know any, being in the alt right. We don't know. We don't know anything about them. This is what I'm saying. We shouldn't make any promises we can't keep. Well, let's Dune Dudes. Have my people Look, talk to your people. We'll do lunch. We'll listen to your show. You listen to our show. We'll make some decisions. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll do so, that. so, so, um, if you haven't seen Dune, I'm mad at you for listening to this podcast. Um, but go do it <laughs> as soon as you can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have seen Dune, watch it again. Why not? It's good. I might, it's I might really scrub good. through it before I go to bed tonight. I'm gonna watch it. A many more times. I'm gonna I'll watch you, a lot more I'll times. I'll give you the HBO Max password. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna watch it again tonight. I gotta edit the fucking oh, okay. podcast, which is gonna take oh, as right. long as watching Dune would. But, um, uh, it, you know, good. Check us out on Reddit, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash lgwid. Come talk about the movie with us. Yeah. If you post or comment on that subreddit, we will talk to you. Yeah. We will. <laughs> we, we're starving we're, out here, guys. We're, we're mods. We get notifications. We'll know. Yeah, we'll get emails. About um, so that's the only way if you want to if you want to talk to us about the movie or whatever else. Um, but like, final thoughts. Like, it's here, bro. 
The Dune movie. Right. This thing we've been waiting 10 months for, or really more, we decided to we do the podcast... It. We decided to do the podcast well before we did the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. And so we've been waiting for this thing for a long time. And... Didn't disappoint. I mean, it was worth it. Was incredible. Worth the it. soundtrack's incredible. The acting's incredible. Looks great. Yeah, it was absolutely worth the wait. Um, yeah. I, I I can't wait for part two. Um, That's my only disappointment is that I can't finish the story now. Yeah. And yeah. that will be, you know, erased once, God willing, so if brothers willing, we get if you're. Two. If you're one of those fateful folks who has listened to episode one of this podcast where we did a, a live sort of two idiots commentary track, um, buckle up because November 1st, uh, coming at you, we're going to do it again for the new one. Please, dear God, uh, you won't hear this because I told you to turn the podcast off if you haven't seen the movie. I'll say it at the beginning of that one, too. Don't watch the movie for the first time with our commentary. Watch it once and then watch it with us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Please. But that's what's coming at you November 1st. And then after that, we are going to be taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, we got we to gotta get back to our uh, not doing lives. We have some other things that we're working on. We actually have yeah. something fairly big for us that we're working on together. Yeah. That um, that we will we will when it's ready when it's ready and we're not rushing it we'll drop a little announcement on this feed just yeah. so you can stay up to date with what we're up to yeah yeah, yeah. anything else that we want to say before we wrap it up we're two hours in so mm-hmm. I mean all I have to say is uh, we got way into Dune they said we couldn't they said we wouldn't <laughs> they ch- they tried to stop us they tried to stop us yeah. They don't like to see a, a dune dude. Win. Yapping dogs, trains going by. Yeah. Uh, our distance. When I was pot- on yeah, tour. potential for power outages that didn't end up happening, but it could have. So I leave you with the uh, the grandest dune pun of all. Oh please, I was about to I was about to tee you up for it, but g- go ahead. Sure. Uh, all I gotta say is I love dune. Doing your mom. Oh no. Yes, he got him with it. He got him with it. Wow, how have you I'm not dabbing. done that You can't yet. hear me, you can't hear me, but I'm dabbing. Oh my god. How have I'm you not done that one before? <laughs> I don't know.